Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Three Brews In, where I am here with my two friends, Travis and Justin. I use friends lightly, but you guys are here, you're my podcast mates. Welcome. More importantly, we are Three Brews In. We are Three Brews In. This is uh, my beer this week. Like our bylaws, we drink three beers before we start the podcast, and we'll drink three more as we go on. Although, Travis, you're a little bit under the weather today, so you're drinking not... Yeah, I had a I had a one of the beers. Can can I announce it? And sure. Oh yeah, maybe. go ahead. It's called Rebel Kent. It's from Sheep's Head Brewing, and I'll let you describe it. It's not from Sheep's it's Head. Not Sheep's Head. That's a card game. It's three sheep's brewing. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, <laughs> I, I came. I got a nasty. That's what she said. I got I got a nasty head cold um, <laughs> on Thursday night, Friday morning. And I was doing a little bit of research on hot toddies and stuff like that because the conventional meds weren't working. And once you know it, whiskey seems to be the answer. So I will be <laughs> drinking at least as much as these clowns. <clears throat> and if I oh, do good. that, it isn't to attract attention. I just really have a cold. It was great. You apologized. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to drink whiskey. I promise I'll drink a lot of it. <laughs> good. Because <laughs> we couldn't have you on this podcast. Can, let me, let me do that again. So anyway, it's from uh, Three Sheeps Brewing. There we go. There it's, we go. Yeah, it's an it's an amber amber ale. Like, Justin, you said this is the first amber ale that we've First amber ale that we've had. Look at the right. can. They emphasize the amber. It, it does. And the only reason I got it, I'm not a big fan of amber ale, to be honest, but it's called Rebel Kent, and which is... Uh, the hammer, the hammer. Yeah, we, right. we, yeah, we, we know someone quite well who is Kent, and he is the hammer. And it comes in what at five point oh, five point oh. So it's not overpowering by any means. I should tell you guys, I looked at an IPA that caught my eye today. Uh-huh. And what do you think the ABV was? It was a six six eight. Six point eight. Yep. Yeah. I immediately like recoiled as if I was a vampire touching you know like holy water. Like no. Yeah, I don't no. think I would stay. I would. I, I would have like a whiskey IV drip before I touch another 6.8. Yeah, no, no, never again. So, all right, we have a, a, a full episode. It's been a while since we've done a, done an episode, yeah. so we'll, we'll dive into our normal topics. We've, we're going to talk about our good friend Aaron Rodgers today. We're going to talk about the Brewers a little bit, and we'll go into our, our normal stuff. Um, our we have a sixty seconds of sausage, which was unexpected because we thought that the well the Bundesliga is done, but we thought we, we, we had were some done we had some it, big news. Yeah, so we'll big do news our come out of Stuttgart. We'll we'll be back to <coughs> doing our okay our, right there. That's what I meant. Well, <laughs> I just want to be clear. Oh, okay, okay. You attention seeking whore. Oh, did I do? Did I say that out the word hole? I'm sorry. <laughs> We're, we'll have our dumb and arrogant athlete quotes, our Bruceivus and anti Bruceivus, which we didn't do last time because um, we had our get off our lawn segment. But uh, yeah. in we'll, Minnesota, we'll, in Minnesota, we'll we'll finally lay off in Minnesota at least for one episode. Well, they'll do enough dumb stuff the next year where we'll cover it twelve months from now. That's and the be thing; just fine. they're the gift that keeps on giving. They're going to do God, what a fucked up stupid like syphilis. It, <laughs> Minnesota is the syphilis of states. Tell yeah. you what, if they didn't have an airport, I could avoid that place for the rest of my life. And likely would avoid that place for the rest of my life. Is there any reason to go to Minnesota other than the airport? That that a reasonable person? A reasonable person. No. No, no it's the airport. It's the fucking airport. Or Mayo Clinic. 
But I don't consider that Minnesota. But that's not that's not yeah. Minnesota. Because so, Minnesota is the metro area, and that's what we hate. Yeah. That's yeah. what I hate. Because otherwise it's Wisconsin Wisconsin West or the Dakotas East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, well, Minnesota sorry. is. Or can- Canada South. Because if you want to see professional sports, you're not going there. <laughs> no. And if you no. want to see like quality college sports, you're definitely not, <laughs> not going there. Somehow, some way, they're worse in college than they are professionally. Wait, have you guys been, <clears throat> been, this is totally digressing, have you been to a college football game in Minnesota? I've heard stories. I've like the golfers in the Metro Bar and the old stuff. Now, I understand they have the new place, and it's hmm. apparently pretty nice, but when you fill it about 30% full. Why? Because there's no heritage and there's no spirit. And Yeah. And they play outside, by the way. So their college kids can play outside, but their pro team can't. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, I've only ever gone to college hockey games in Minnesota. I'm sure that's pretty good. They're they're fine. Cause they, the, should the good five, they should have a top five team every year because the only thing <laughs> decent about the state. I should mention this. Their high school hockey is probably better than any State in the Union. Probably. I mean, I'm sure Massachusetts oh. would argue about that or something. But yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think I, they, they... I'm sure they wouldn't be right about I'm it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. How about the Brewers, huh? Should we talk about would the you, Brewers well, yeah, let's just Let's start with today. Let's, they just uh, capped off a, a, a series of win against the a, Diamondbacks. A 15, winning road trip, uh-huh. too. Road trip. Yeah. Yep, 15 minutes ago. Uh, Pretty so, interesting. Well, huh? and the the last episode we had, we talked about how it was almost unwatchable. the The offense was so <laughs> bad and, and so atrocious. Yeah, and you, it, you know what happened? You know, shortly before our last uh, last podcast, that this event that occurred that made their offense now all of a sudden alive, Willie Adams. Willie Adams. Simple little trade. Yeah. And, and and when we talked about the Brewers last time, it was deserved. This was not these assholes sitting at a bar and just you know. You know, we weren't running out of our asses. It was like, yeah, it really, really was bad. I mean, painfully bad. Right. But they made a turn. It's a positive turn. If you look at their numbers, it's like, oh, my God. But keep in mind, number one, the numbers were fucking worse. Mm-hmm. But there's a positive uptick for, for, uh, for a lot of things. And um, Adamus, right. and I think, that, uh, I think something that's getting overlooked a little bit is Urias. Upon Adamus coming, oh, it's yeah. kind of settled in, and I think somehow, some way, he wasn't the guy that's going to take my job, but he's he's the balancing act, and I might be the third baseman, like for whatever, because nobody sees nope. Shaw as being there. No, you know, no. For, and for, for whatever reason, like that trade seemed to maybe relax Luis Urias. That's or, the word. It might rattle some people, like, oh, <clears> shucks, <throat> I lost my spot. But he seems to have relaxed. Like, I don't have to, like, be the guy or whatever. How old does he look? Urias? Nineteen. Like I put him at sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately, if you if you just showed him in a baseball uniform without any cap or anything like that, how old is that? I don't know, fifteen to seventeen. He looks that young, and he's. Um, I mean, oh by the way, he's second on the team in home runs. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> which which is not good. You no. don't want that, but. Um, I um I, I think you know when he was when he was piling up those errors and bundles, um, no doubt that was, you know, in, in the head. Mm-hmm. But um, that seems to I I just I think he's a long term major league baseball player. Whether it's oh, with yeah. the Brewers, will yes. be up for decisions elsewhere. But yeah. but Adamas Willie frickin' Adamas is he somebody you can get with? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It seems just he. We, we talked about it before, like the attitude, the, uh-huh. the energy he brings to the clubhouse is clearly, and they talked about that when they got him, and it has held true. 
because they sparked when he got there, and it has not stopped really yeah. since then. So, and and they they gave up. You know that uh, JP Fireheisen, the guy that gave up, is like Tampa Bay's closer now. By the way, yeah. his ERA is he's, like under one. Well, and Rasmussen was just recently called up. He was yeah. he went down to Triple A once he got he'll traded. Do, he'll do really well. He'll be fine, and, and, and it's fine. You you can't look at that and go, God damn it, right. because look at what Adamas has done. Not only like to spark the team, but just individually, like he has played so well. So, yeah, it's been really good to watch. Then you watch last night, and what happened? Oh, to, to oh Dan our favorite, favorite player strained hamstring. That's going to be a long term thing. Yeah, and it's a hamstring, so it's not like it, it's not a hamstring on uh, Luis Urias. It's a hamstring on <laughs> a big on, fat guy on a big fat guy that, who generates a lot of torque on his right. swing and could be could be a problem. I so. watched some videos of him in high school. Oh God. <laughs> They were entertaining as hell. The swing hasn't changed in 10 years. Yeah. And it was like, you know, he cranked one probably, you know, 420 or whatever. Okay, Dan, he just, I mean, he hit 580 for his uh, his senior year of high school. 580. Jesus. Did you see who they called up, by the way? They did call yeah. up Castanera. Yeah. Guess who didn't finish the game at first base today? Castanera. Did he start the he game? He started. Did he have it? He had three at-bats, 0 for 2 with a walk. And then he uh, he got replaced. Well, do you, but do you want to Peterson. talk about Hira for a couple minutes? You know what? I, I really think that he needs to spend the rest of the season in AAA. I would agree. This was out of necessity, and until they trade for uh, Jesus Aguilar. Uh, so 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 that, let's just say this, and this is the cart in front of the horse a little bit, but you're one of the other GMs in baseball, and you – as a responsible GM, you know what's going on with all the teams. You know all the farm systems. And if you don't personally, you have people reporting to you that do. Mm-hmm. Keston Hira <clears throat> hasn't lost one ounce of physical ability. Well, he hasn't. He, he's got those skills that made him one of the top prospects in the league. And are they not salivating isn't the right word, but are they like, you know what? Yes. Could we get this guy in kind of the cheap and a change yep. of scenery is good for both teams and he's trade bait? Right. The, is that the stupidest thing ever? No. 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 And the thing, but the the thing, thing is, is I want him to be a brewer. I yeah, really absolutely. like and, him. And it's not going to be on the cheap because he's raking when he goes to AAA. So it's it's a major league Milwaukee kind of mind fuck that's going on. He has right too much ability to, to be run out of the game in his mid-20s. Right. And, and, at, the same, uh, at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, you can say, the big stage seems to get him now. I understand the big. It was the same big stage two years ago when, you know, it's like okay, he was a major league, so it's not like he hasn't performed in the big league level. But there's something that poor bastards had that I think if he gets over the hurdle, he can be a long term asset for some team. And, and I don't think Sturms is dumb enough to trade him on the cheap. No, when, when, he's too. You know, I think they'd rather just ride him out and let him go and in arbitration or something rather than. Than trade him for peanuts at, at this point. Yep, but they'll but, give but, him every chance. But but but, but what happens if you need that one extra bat in potential playoff time and stuff like that? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility you that know, at I some mean, point he so, gets. So if the Marlins say we'll give you Aguilar, but you're not getting him without Hira, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh fuck that. There's no, too much. But I'm that yeah, that's too much. You know what? They have Corey Ray. Right. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! We have Corey Ray. Oh boy! Okay. But but as we speak, I think we're one half game up, half a game up after, after and, this. And, yeah. And, and you know what? Um, and you look at not only statistically, but 
these unbelievably offense, huge offensive drought, I'm pretty damn comfortable and happy. And our pitching staff has still, you know, really carried the water. Woodruff was went out and did Woodruff things again today. What, what, what he did today? He went out and he, you know, he, he so what? He gave a home, home run in the seventh inning. Oh no! It's good. It's good. It's going to happen. But it was, you know, it was, it was time. Um, it's yeah, Woodruff uh, Burns and Peralta are doing crazy, stupid things right now. We we, we mm-hmm. said this a month ago or whatever that. The pitching staff is way overperformed. It's not going to maintain quite that level because it's impossible. Nobody can do it. You know, Maddox, Moulton, Glavin didn't do it, or any three pitchers in the history of baseball couldn't maintain that. Right. But can they maintain an above-average, overachieving level? I think they can, and all indications are they will. Yeah. Hmm. Do you see what they did with uh, Aaron Ashby? They're one of their top pitching yes. guys in AAA. Mm-hmm. They moved, moved him to, to the bullpen, 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 which is their like blueprint for like. Every All of these guys. Burns, Peralta. Ash, Ashby will be up in the majors before the end of the season. Yep, and he'll take that Corbin Burns route or yep. Woodruff route where they bring him in in like the seventh inning or something, yep. get his feet wet, and he might be the next. You know what else? What other big name pitcher move they did this Ethan week? Ethan Small moved yep. up to AAA. He's up in AAA now. Yeah. He's been ra- He's just been killing it down in uh, in AA Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did in that. Biloxi? No, AA Wisconsin. Double A is Biloxi. Biloxi. Yeah. Single the A is Yeah, Triple A is Nashville. Yeah. Fucking A. Um, it's all right, Justin. Uh, um, I read an uh, article about whether Bryce Terang now is a trade chip. Because they have Adamas. Adamas and, and Urias, and they've got the left side of the infield locked up for probably the next five years easily. I mean, these guys are young 20s. Right. Yeah, exactly. So Bryce Terang is a trade bait. Yeah, because wh- what else are you going to do with him? Why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you give him up if you think Adamas? You have him for three more years of arbitration. Why wouldn't you hang on to to, to Willie Adamas? Yep. And and get rid of Bryce Terang. And I don't know if Bryce Terang plays other other spots or anything. But even if he does, what is it? Second base, Colton Wong. They have for another year after this, and possibly a third because they have an yep. option on him for the third year. Yep. So Bryce Terang is now suddenly very blocked. Yep. And well, and you know, even if long term they keep Urias, um, um, Urias, you know, either one of them could play second base. Yeah. We can go get a slugging third baseman, the tri- stereotypical third baseman, and they're interchangeable at second and short. So right. Yep. I mm-hmm. would not be surprised if Terang is the trade ship and not not Kesson Hira. Not for Jesus Aguilar though. Terang for Jesus. Well, what what does Vogelback's injury do with 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 the Aguilar That's talk that started a few weeks ago? Again, Stearns, when you're a small market team like the Brewers, when, if you think you have a window, you have to go like to go all in on Plus, this year. But do you do you then go for somebody bigger than Jesus Aguilar? Is there a better first baseman out there that's, that's available. available? You can't just yank well, them off for, the street. Yeah. No, yeah. but for a Bryce Touring, if you if now all of a sudden you've got a team that's you know flirting at five hundred, maybe they they they're not going to make the playoffs because they're overachieving. It depends on how other GMs see Bryce Touring. Like, is he that high on the MLB prospect list, or is he just that high on the Brewers list? Well, he's. Do, do you know what I mean? He's consistently Brewers, one of the only Brewers that are in the you know on, Baseball on America a, top one hundred on a weak ass farm system. So who knows? Garrett Mitchell went a immediately above Terang as soon as he got drafted. That's so I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But Garrett yeah. Mitchell is also really good and he's got a really hot girlfriend. Mm. Hey-o. Uh, do you guys want to go on to our feature topic? Yeah. Travis, do you Featured want to topic. Leave this one in? This isn't baseball. 
No, not baseball at all. We'll really dive into so, our NFL topic. So where, where, where to start with this asshole? <laughs> and he is an asshole. Um, he might be complicated, but he's a complicated asshole. Mm-hmm. He might be smart, but he's a smart asshole. Huh? I can say confidently with a clear conscience that he rubbed me the wrong way from day one. Maybe not day one. I'm not talking about when he's drafted, but when he first became a starter. And I fell into the, and I don't apologize for it. He is really fucking good, but there's just something. You going to say his name? We haven't even said hey, his name. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a troublemaker. There's a huge troublemaker. I'll tell you, if I had a dollar for every Greek basketball player that pissed me off. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Whoopsie. So, so, so Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, everything this man says is calculated. He lives in his own little sick, narcissistic world. Um, everything is very well thought out. I'm going to read just a couple of things, and I usually don't do this kind of prep, but this will give a little background. <laughs> now, when you talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, we could literally go for hours and not accomplish anything, and I know this is you know with a baseball backdrop, but I want you to to, to, to really listen to some of these words carefully, and this is going to be chronological order, okay? Keep in mind, Aaron thinks about everything that he says. He, he's this not is, an off-the-cuff type of guy. He's not like, <laughs> there. there is zero chance that he just says something randomly, and, right. you just, and it has, there, no, he's... Calculated. If yeah. it's you're, coming you're, out of his mouth, spot he on, does it. spot on, coach. Perfect but, but, word. But because he, but because he's a hypocrite, he wants it both ways, yep. and he'll say stuff like this: Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's great, by the way. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. Love the guy. You know what Pat McAfee calls his punting leg? No. The boomstick. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> Pat McAfee is hilarious. The I'm boomstick. surprised they have a relationship, but they do. Okay. Now. Boomstick. However many months ago this was, kind of when it all started. Quote, my future, really a lot of it is out of my control. No, not true. And you know that everybody knows it's not true. That's why I use the words like beautiful mystery. Just picture anybody. Let's picture Brett Favre. Beautiful mystery. You you fucking prick, right? All I can do is play my best, and I feel like last year... I did do that, and it may have thrown a wrench into some timelines that have been thought about or desired. Translated, it just, he's laying it out there. He's mm-hmm. laying out the, the Packer front office talk and, and, mm-hmm. and, and Jordan Love and just saying it without saying it because that's what he, that's what he loves to do. Um, but ultimately, things ha- haven't really changed on that front. Last year. I'm really at peace with the whole thing, and that hasn't changed. Well, he's been at peace with nothing for several months, and and it goes on and on. But I want to go on to the one that is, I think, more telling and more upsetting and more, if you you love Aaron Rodgers, love him as a player, boy, green light it. it, it, The Packers have a much better chance to win with the man. I get that. So all of this is directed at him as a person and, and how he's playing the games, which ultimately... I think negatively affects the organization and the team. Now, here's Aaron. This is smartass. Now, I've, I've heard both the audio and the transcript, and if you haven't heard it, you need to just picture the most condescending Aaron Rodgers comments ever with this. It's been one of those quiet off-seasons you oh, dream yes. about. Okay, number one, he's the most talked-about person in all of sports, not just the NFL. It's not quiet. 
Aaron, it's not quiet because of you. Where you can just kind of go through your process on your own quietly with a smirk. And that's all you can ask for is an older player in their league and someone that's been around for a long time and just enjoys that time to yourself. Just relax, not to be bothered. Do not have any obligations or anything going on. Well, of course, we have one, one mini camp that, that's been missed, et cetera, et cetera. Mandatory mini camp. Yeah, yeah, it's not the amount of money. I love these idiots that talk, oh, God, do you think the Packers are going to? Well, it's $93,000. We're talking about someone who means hundreds of millions ultimately to the NFL. No, no, it's, that's not the point, folks. You know, I think that's what this offseason has been all about. It's been about really enjoying my time and spending it where I want to spend it, not feeling like I have to go anywhere, but still be an NFL player at the same time. So Bill Michaels and others have diced this up, and it's, it's what you might imagine. So technically, no, I'm still a player. I'm happy doing this, that, and the other thing. It's sarcastic. It's, it's it, it, incredible, sarcastic. incredible, incredible sarcasm. And then... Um, Two days, two days. Now, they, they had a quick turnaround on this T-shirt, but Mark Murphy said that, hey, Ted Thompson talked about, and I kind of agree with Ted, that Aaron's kind of a complicated fella. Aaron wore a T-shirt that said, I'm offended. Jesus, yep. you son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Now, uh-huh. wow, there, 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 there's so much to this. Now, the, that the, the Tyler Dunn report that came out on Bleacher Report, oh, and we can talk that. about that, and it's like, it, it makes Rodgers look not quite as bad as McCarthy when we're, when we're going back a, a, a couple of years. Um, but it just really paints him the same type of, 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 of realm. So I'm going to throw this out there, and I know that, 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 Coach, you have a lot to say about this. But there's one thing that keeps being brought up about Aaron Rodgers. There's a deep dive with this guy, with his family, and just the, the almost universal... God, he's maybe the most talented quarterback ever. He's going to be one of the best five quarterbacks ever. But the dude just, oh, what, what is it about him, you know? Mm-hmm. Most Packer fans with half a brain recognize this. I throw this out there, not as my belief, but only a possibility. So, Jesus Christ, Mark Murphy and Gudikins, they didn't even do him the privilege of calling him either at or before the Jordan Love deal. Now, think about this as a possibility. Rodgers was not coming off an MVP year. He was coming off an NFC Championship appearance, but he was—he did not have one of the, his best years. That was when they made their decision on Lombardi Avenue to, to pick Jordan Love. Now, they knew goddamn well. It's not like somebody forgot, oh, fuck, we should have called Aaron. Whoopsie, we forgot. That was a very intentional thing, and I would make this point that that was kind of the first shot being fired proactively from the Packers that say, we have had enough of your shit, Aaron. Favre is one thing, but you are some kind of narcissist we've never fucking seen. We know this is going to piss you off. We know you're not going to act well. We know you're going to say things or whatever. And I'm not so sure that this was not that versus a uh, maybe we should have called Aaron and, and let him know. I think that in other situations, if you'd had a good relationship with a star player, a future Hall of Famer, you would have pitched a call. But I think he had dug such a hole with the organization. I think 10 years from now, 20 years from now, there will be stuff come coming out that's credible that says this was one of the most impossible athletes we've ever dealt with. Now, 
the thing he talks about when when he when it when it when he went on with uh, who was the guy? Was it Rich Eisen or who no? Went? It was uh, come on, Kenny Main. Kenny Main. Kenny Main. His last deal, and of yep. course the whole. I mean, it was all about Aaron. Oh, by the way, Aaron. Aaron. Well, Tom Brady is working out with his receivers. He's texting them at like mm-hmm. midnight and all this stuff. Tom Brady is doing all these things. Aaron is away in Hawaii. He's he's you know he's 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 making those choices while your teammates who you could be playing with who you could be developing relationships with you're not mm-hmm. doing that but you play the whole cultural thing i'm doing it for all of the people you're not fucking robin hood aaron you're, you're not that person don't pretend this is not about you and you only and that does not mean that the packers probably haven't made some fucking mistakes and mike mccarthy wasn't a clown in a lot of ways there's more to say. I get that, but I just want to say that I, I, I just want to go down the road of Aaron. You're one of the best athletes ever, but I think you are a a a a a a, a bad person, a bad leader, and a bad representative of the Packers. So, go ahead, Jess. How crazy is this right now that all of a sudden our um, fuck Brett Favre day? Yeah, it it seems minuscule compared well, to the to the to the person that Aaron Rodgers is. I think I, I think there's such different kind of people, and I think that yes. um, that that they're, they're and I don't want to minimize what Brett Favre did. And I don't want because I still don't think he ever completely repented for no. what 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 he did. But this is an entire different thing. Aaron Rodgers at his core. Is this person? I need to mention one thing, and I, I'll try not to be long-winded. A guy emailed Bill Michaels. I assume—I I shouldn't say assume—I take him at his word that he had Aspergers. This guy. He emailed. I'm a 40-year-old, whatever Aspergers guy, and he noted a list of all the things that he suffers from, and he says, "I'm not saying he has it, but he has all of the characteristics that I have as far as interpersonal skills and 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 family and whatnot." He said, I think it's possible, this is one guy supposedly with Asperger's saying, I think I'm not so sure that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Asperger's or something similar to it. And Bill Michaels takes this really super long, it was five seconds, but it seemed like 30, right? He's like, I really don't know how to answer that. Thanks for, oh boy. And you could hear, it's like, okay, there's something. Whether it's Asperger's or just a major affliction of asshole syndrome, I don't know. But Aaron Rodgers, because you, you don't yeah. have to have a diagnosable thing to just be a prick, right? Right. But when you look at the, the, the things, it's like, okay, there, there's something there. I'm, well, okay, and, go ahead. Well, no, and even going back as far as, you know, Aaron Rodgers being the guy that the 49ers are going to take with the number one pick overall, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's Alex Smith. What did the 49ers see? What did they do? What what sort of information did they and, have? And who that was led a huge that? part of that decision? That's Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And that's why that and that was a big thing in the Tyler Dunn interview or article was it started with Mike cuz Aaron of course knew that Mike was part of the decision making process and basically he had heard through others that basically didn't just say we're going to choose him but Alex Smith will be a better pro than Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, I get that. I mean, as a human being, you have a competitive nation. Fuck you, Mike. But, but he never, ever, ever let it go. No. Well, oh, okay. So if 
if if he got that chip on his shoulder from being drafted so late and he went out and motivated himself and became Aaron Rodgers, right. that totally lends to what you're saying, Travis, when they said, you know what, you didn't play as well as you could have. Now we're going to draft up and pick this guy and not call you. And look what he did last and year. And look yep. what he did. So and, and maybe who's the smartest person in the room? Is it Matt LaFleur and, and Gutekunst because they motivated Rodgers? Do you think they went back and went... That's what we were waiting for, Aaron. Thank Could have been. God. Could have been. Yep. And, and, and when we go back to what I said about the not getting the phone call, every person, this, like I said, this was not a whoopsie. Uh, right. Because, because guess what? Ten years from now, um, um, you know, name, 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 name the quarterback that has achieved, you know, the Russell Wilsons, the, the Pat Mahomes, the, the whoever. If, if they're in their waiting days, they're going to get that call. There's a fucking reason yeah. that a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best athletes of all time, did not get the courtesy. It wasn't because Green Bay Packer management are monsters. They can make mistakes. They're human. Yeah. But they, there was purpose behind that non-notification. Well, there had to be. Right. And, and, and if that's the case, if they did that as a motivational thing, that would make sense where they're saying, no, we're not trading them. Because it was never about replacing him. It was about motivating him. And say, okay, retire then. Fine. We got our guy waiting in the wings. We'll ride with him. But because you know when Aaron finally stops pouting and shows up that he's going to go out there with a chip on his shoulder because that's what he does because he likes to prove them all wrong. He's well, going to go out and play well. Well, and, and just in the last week, you know, Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers talk sort of died down with the ending of the mini camps and, you know, baseball and, and the NBA. And what did Aaron Rodgers go ahead and do that, uh, that got him back in the news? I don't know. He renewed his country club membership in Green, Bay. in Green Bay. And he has the surrogates working for him. He has the James uh-huh. Jones and, yeah, and, and, and others. He's going to be back yep. and he's going to play grumpy and he's going to give the symbol or the metaphor. Whatever the middle finger to the front office. I'll, I'll tell you what, he's on thin ice with a lot more fans than I think he ever thought. Now he doesn't give two fucks about no, the doesn't. average bill swagger in Wisconsin, but it does mean something for your overall value with your marketability. People, Aaron, this little city of Green Bay has been really, really good to you yep. mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and and he doesn't care. But I, I, I think he might have underestimated to some degree. I think he thought that there would be a lot less don't let the door hit you on the ass and Gutekinds and Murphy are like, who the fuck? I don't even know what those two look like, right? You know? yeah. But it's like caller after caller after caller after email. I'm not just talking about the 18 beer drunk, oh, fuck him. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm really sick of it. that petulant whiner being who he is. We all know he's great, but nobody is bigger than the organization. Brett Favre is not bigger than the organization. Well, and he keeps he keeps getting further and, and further away from the Green Bay mentality, the Wisconsin. Brett Midwest Favre mentality. was from Kiln, Mississippi. He had dogs killed by fucking alligators, right? Yeah. Brett Favre was a dumb. I mean, ended up what he doing? Brett Favre could bond. He was that guy. Aaron Rodgers is from fucking wine country yep. in, 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 right. in California. He went to Cal Berkeley. Yep. Aaron's girlfriends are not girlfriends that you just have because you love them. Aaron's girlfriends are, look at me, Aaron is with that person. I don't fault anyone from having a hot girlfriend. Oh, but Aaron has made a really, really big point of dating really famous Indian people. Right. I guess that's what you do. But the whole, But that comment that he made about basically let the chips fall as they may, I don't have control, that is the most 
in in um, disingenuous comment I've ever heard. Yeah. Yep. Because he knows he knows that everybody knows that he controls it, but somehow, some way, you still spew that out your mouth. Mm-hmm. Justin, do you have anything to add to that? God, that was so good. Travis. That was actually really good. That you really hit good. on everything that I would have touched on. That's fantastic. That was good. It, it's to the point. You know what? Can I add two things? Sure. And I don't want to wreck it because I don't think these will fuck it up. Little things that you maybe didn't notice. And when things are going great, you Mm -hmm. don't pay much attention to it. Aaron, early in McCarthy's tenure in press conferences. Mike, call the Mike. Yes. Okay. Lafleur, the fourth down decision. Oh. We all know that Aaron was probably right in his belief. Uh Uh-huh. Right, wrong, whatever. I think most people lean towards not not kicking the field goal there, right? Uh-huh. But Aaron had no problem in throwing Lafleur out on front seat uh-huh. or front street and under the bus. These are things that part of it is like, okay, this, a superstar of all superstars can do it, but what does a really really good team player do? It's not like Lafleur did the craziest fucking thing of the history of the world. You could look at that from a football standpoint and say, I kind of see why he did that. I can see why Aaron's mad. I think most people would lean towards not kicking the field goal or whatever. But Aaron, knowing that he has to have a relationship with this guy, that's a closed-door discussion. If you watch that interview, again, with that same just a fucking Eddie Haskell kind of, eh, I was surprised too. Do you remember the words he used? Mm -hmm. It was just... It w- you, you think Lafleur didn't notice that he didn't have his oh, back? Sure. You think the people on Lombardi Avenue didn't? He's like, oh, fuck, Aaron, you could have had his back there. You didn't. Well, you, you, <clears throat> you think about one of those other big decisions. It was in a Super Bowl when um, uh, Pete Carroll had Russell Wilson throw the ball. Throw the ball instead of giving it to Marshawn Instead of giving it to Marshawn Lynch. And everyone knows that was a bad call. Like, they were we bashing. Know we, yeah. we know it now. But was there any kind of implosion? I, I'm not, I don't know what the Russell Wilson's press conference was or Marshawn Lynch or Richard Sherman, who was visibly upset on the sidelines. Yeah. I don't know that there was that kind of, like, yeah. the attitude that Aaron Rodgers showed toward Pete Carroll yeah. because you sort of like, mm, that sucked, but I'm not going to go out yeah. and throw my coach under the bus. Yeah. Like, we all know, eh, you know, one, we, one, we trusted Russell to get us this far, and we trusted him oh, one more. And, 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 and one, one other br- uh, brief thing, I know we're up against the clock, but when bef- this article pointed this out, and they did a really good job of describing that these receivers where Aaron was just audibly left and right and whatever, and these newer receivers were running routes that didn't whatever, and they were getting jammed up on the sideline by their position coach, mm-hmm. and they made a point of covering from Aaron and just basically falling on the grenade and <laughs> saying, I, ra- I ran the wrong route. One was uh, EVS and... I'm trying to think of who it was, but can you can you imagine? Just it's like it's like Aaron never went to the coach, never went to the coaching staff and said, "Hey, just so you know, that was on me." And don't don't you know? So Aaron was just fine having these re- receivers appear to not have the play right from the huddle. Yeah, okay. I have, I have a hard time seeing Aaron Rodgers ever falling on a sword for his receivers. Doesn't happen. Won't happen. Fuck Won't no. happen. No. All right. Anything else? That was really good, Travis. Thank you. I, that Thank you. Was, I'm honestly, done now because I'll fuck up from here. I I knew going into that segment that I wouldn't have to say a word because you, know, you guys would. Well, <laughs> and you know what? And, 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 and because it, yeah. Yeah, and your your take on that is like 100% spot on. Is well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's spot no, on. No, it's spot on, on to what, what, the man are working. So yeah. No, it, it's spot on to what 
every Packer fan right now is feeling, what every Packer fan is thinking. Yeah, or should be feeling. No, we would know. No, we know. But here's the deal: we know that if Aaron comes back and they're uh, 15 and one, and and they're in the either the NFC Championship, their division series. All of the bad stuff gets forgotten because that's what happens in the world. That's what happens in sports. That's what but it does Brett not. Cha- but it does not change one word what I said about him as a human being. Nope. Right. So nope. Yeah. same same thing happened with Brett Favre. There yeah. will be the ninety eight percent of the people that have no. They don't care about the person. They don't care about the the person underneath the jersey. They don't give two shits about any one, of that. One final thing though, and I agree with you, but there is a twist. Brett Favre is just flat out much more likable than Aaron Rodgers to Wisconsin people. That's true. And that's why. I don't see Aaron Rodgers, if this doesn't work out with one or two more Super Bowls or whatever, I don't see it working out as well for him. And Aaron Rodgers couldn't give two fucks less. Other than it means he didn't get the second ring. He didn't get the the whatever. Because Brett Favre never went out and hosted Jeopardy. No, but Brett Favre couldn't host Jeopardy. But no. who would you rather spend two hours with? Oh, Favre. In All day long. God. Oh, my God. Even and, though- and it won't end at 11 when, after Aaron's had two glasses of Chardonnay. <laughs> what well, was it? Two fingers or three fingers of scotch or scotch. whiskey? The, yeah, the, oh, the good, scotch because yeah. he couldn't chug the beer at yeah. the Bucks game. I don't think he wasn't picked Bakhtiari for putting him out there. He oh, embarrassed absolutely. him. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, who's... who's uh, yeah, well, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, okay let's go. Ahead. All right, let's so just... thank you. Good discussion. Oh, Very good. Why don't we talk about what has become already one of my favorite topics is good things that athletes have done off the field. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of this. I'll start it out if you guys don't mind. I'm you just going to give a quick little update to mine from last week or from last episode, Marcus Rashford. Yes. He won an SB. Did he really? Yes, good he did. Him. As like, like man of the whatever. Charitable like, man of the charitable year. Charitable man, man of the year. So Marcus Rashford. Wonderful. Which is, I think, kind of a big deal for it's a, a huge deal. For an English soccer player to get recognized at the ESPYs, purely yep. an American award. So good job, Marcus. You had talked about deal. kind of the numbers of, of how they rate that last time. It's like, oh my, what a great human being. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. Because so, of how he grew up. Exactly. Right. right. It was his, his background yeah. that led him. So, Very nice. Yeah. So when I went looking for this one, I really tried to stay away from athletes who have just written checks mm-hmm. okay because anybody can just write a check it's are you doing the legwork and and yep. you know generating stuff which rashford went out and generated signatures and got the legislator change and you, you my guy this week you could argue athlete or not i don't know maybe it's more celebrity but it's john cena from, from oh. wwe yeah okay um john cena is now the record holder for uh make a wish he has granted more wishes than anyone else in Make-A-Wish. Good for him. His standing number, if I can find it here real quick, I don't think I have the window up. Last time I saw it, 580. 580. And most of those are, I want to meet John Cena, right? Yep, I'm sure they or are. Or I want to or say. Maybe it's just a freaking Zoom call. I don't know. But whatever, 580. There are 580 dying children that are that their wish is to, I want to meet John Cena. I want to do something be, related to John Cena. You'd be hard-pressed to find a bigger more impactful organization than that oh yeah i'm sorry 650 Jesus. by the way 650. so he's probably not visiting everybody but he's probably making phone calls or zooms or whatever and if he's able he probably meets them and he's in somehow some way gets them to maybe events for free and, yeah. yep now wow. that's wonderful before you google and get and get freaked out despite of what your political affiliations are he gave a million dollars to black lives matter he also started a foundation for um 
uh, um, ex-military for veterans to become physical fitness trainers, to become trainers. He donated, a, or I think he started, um, or he's involved in one. Oh, he donated a million dollars to, it's called Fit Ops Foundation. If you're interested, look it up. It trains veterans to be personal trainers. So John cool. Cena not only is writing checks, he does it on both sides. He's not playing sides and, and appears not to have an agenda or anything. Um, and he was named as the second most charitable athlete in the world. This was from 2015, so it was a little bit old. But, yeah, he's out there actually putting in the time. Yeah. To and, do you know, that, when you talk comes, about mo- more, most charitable, you could look at sheer numbers and say, oh, my God. But then again, that person is worth this amount. It's like, what is your impact? And money means a lot. Make no mistake. Mm-hmm. But we talked about that make-a-wish and stuff like that. It's like, <clears throat> okay. I can write a check, but I can do an appearance too, mm-hmm. either a personal appearance or or whatever. And it's really it, it's hard to to, 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 to to calculate the impact. But I I love like that make a wish here and that I had no idea about right. that. Neither I mean, did I. Na- Name superstars in any of these sports, and I mean just come on, sick kids mm-hmm. or I mean most of these make a wish right. are kids. And oh, and by the way, it's he, pretty special. He was in a grocery store in Florida, saw an army veteran, chat, chatted him up a little bit, then secretly paid a hundred dollars for his groceries. Yes. Ah, that's awesome. So I think like and and the, and the, and the real people are doing that. it not to attract media attention. Right, they're doing it because they think it's the right thing. Yeah. That kind of lends nicely into mine. If you Perfect. went and on Google and you did a search for Russell Wilson Hospital, you're going to get hundreds of images of him inside Seattle Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, inside of Seattle's Children's Hospital. He's mm-hmm. putting in the time. He goes in and visits all of those kids regularly like this isn't just a once a year i'm going to go in there it's a regular amount of time that he spends but he knows there. a lot of their names a hundred percent i guarantee that uh it's like uncle russell like you've got sure. a friend that's coming in there to visit um visit these kids that's that's the emotional thing that really is yep he, he spends just a huge amount of his time visiting the children at seattle's children's hospital um he's got a why not you foundation that supports various children's causes that he um created and is the founder of and he's the national ambassador for the charles ray the third diabetes association um his invested with Russell raises money for local charities, so it's not like he's bringing in this shit ton of money and then um, shooting it out to these huge organizations that are have bloated pockets that yeah. you know pay CEOs or whatever. It's keeping to local, no. local to Seattle charities, yeah. and you know that's just the for I've me heard, anytime I've you heard can really, do it. Yeah. I've heard really good stuff about him and charity. Well, and, and you could see it, you know, weren't, weren't there uh, a bunch of stuff when he was in Wisconsin, when he was at Wisconsin, that he'd go visit the Children's Hospital um, at UW-Madison and oh, visit, I didn't know just that. like go in there with, with teammates and visit those kids too. Like this isn't this isn't something that just happened because he was a, you know, big-time yeah. pro. Even when he was in college, um, you know, transferred to Wisconsin for his one year, um, he was doing that that shit in madison yeah. too so and yeah how easy is it to write a check and show it at a, right. at a ribbon cutting oh. and right. yeah, I'm yeah so the big scissors yeah yeah right. right exactly but right. no when you have to do the make-a-wish when you have to show up at the hospital which by the way how much would that suck oh absolutely how it's much not, would that suck it's to not show? A fun and, and, and i just mean that and how gut-wrenching it would be right. To have to go in and see those kids, right? That's this is not a, a comfortable situation. I, I, I bet it does something for their perspective. Absolutely, it really does. It's not like going. It out. It has to, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's you, you had a bad day at practice, or your coach pissed you off, or, or whatever. Or I'm coming off a you know a, a game where I threw 35. percent That's it. You know, each player can speak for themselves, but God, it's gotta it's gotta ground you a little this bit. This eight year old has some childhood <clears throat> cancer that he didn't ask for. They're just he's just trying to go out and play in the you know the the school. He's got a stent in his head for chemotherapy, oh, and and, yep. and Russell's pissed because yeah. And meanwhile, every talk radio guy is tearing you up and calling you a right. Position. Okay, and that's and, why it, it and makes it pretty easy. Yeah. At, at any given time, just the basis of circumstance and you know how life is created that. Could have been you. Of course, it could yeah. have been. Like any, just what what yeah. sort of dumb luck is it that you're in yeah. the body that you're in right, right now with the physical abilities yeah. that you have? Yep. I'll, I'll tell you what. I got a wonderful segue, guys, and I, I, I thought I would have to explain kind of the difference with off the field. Iowa football in the Children's Hospital. Yes. Oh, love Jesus. Oh. I watched a watched. Nope. Um, so I it, can't, can't I, watch it anymore. I cry oh, every okay. single time. So for the folks that aren't familiar with it, at the end of the first quarter at every home game in, in Iowa, they they turn around and wave to the Children's Hospital that is a multi-story building and like looks like maybe the top five or six floors are, are visible in, in this stadium. And um, they had a very teary-eyed uh, Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. Talking about, I, I didn't know this, but they lost a, a premature granddaughter, or grandson, mm-hmm. um, and Kurt had donated one million dollars of his own money to the foundation. He and his wife, but anyway, they had interviewed um, uh, these kids, and one was boy, what a well-spoken kid. He was like thirteen, fourteen years old, had some funky kind of cancer, and and and, and he was. Uh, and he was more mentally down than he was physically, according to mom. And I'll make a long story short. Um, you know, uh, it was like a Thursday or Friday, and he made some comment to mom, well, at least the game's on Saturday. It's like, whoa. And it was just this <laughs> one thing after another. And, and it's, you know, it isn't just the wave, but what they've turned it into. So, so to Iowa, and I, and I know that, it's very unusual that you have the hospital that can do that physically, and other schools may do the same thing if they could, but they can't because right. they they, mm-hmm. they they don't border basically the 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 hospital. But um, I just it was just special as shit, and and you know they showed it, and it's like if you have oh, seventy thousand people in that stadium, it's a little smaller than your your you know your bigger whatever, yeah. but packed. I mean, there ain't one person not doing this, right? Waving. I mean, you have one hundred percent to include the ushers and the cops and the players on both teams, yep. and they're waving to these kids. Yep. Special. Yep. Well, we're taking I know. A, I know. Break. We're taking a break. Yep. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, we're back again. Hey, that's all us got cleared up oh, here. Well, the teary eyes. Okay, oh, yeah. well, no, this isn't going to go very much longer without us explaining what just happened. Yeah, why don't you? So we... <laughs> it's better so that way. Yeah, yeah, it's better that way. Let's not even pretend on this one. Uh, we hit, we had that break, and then we came back, and we decided to start talking... About statements uh, never statements uttered. Statements never uttered. That's our next section, statements never uttered, never uttered because, as Josh put it like five minutes ago, uh, we're going to destroy all the goodwill that we just uh, made up from that last section. Yeah. Uh, so we went on, and we each contributed our first uh, statements never uttered. And in doing so, then all of a sudden, Josh goes, oh, I forgot to unpause. I said one that thought it was kind of funny, and he looked at me like for a punch, like, I 
We were paused. We were paused <laughs> the entire time. So, so let's get rolling. We can add, forgetting to unpause with the not plugging in the microphones correctly to our fine IT uh, uh, expert here, Josh. Are we, Josh, are we recording sorry. now? Are we recording? I think so. Are we recording? Yes. Okay. This could be so much worse. Travis, can yeah, you? Yeah, you're right. It could be worse. <clears throat> can you go ahead and never explain? So here's statements never uttered. Again. These are things that have never, ever been said in the history of the world, or if so, in the most sarcastic, crazy way. So you get a couple guys at a bar up north. One guy says to another, hey, Dale, you up for one more beer? Nope. I'm going to go home and explore my body. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbate. <laughs> Dale's going home to masturbate. <laughs> because what's what's the usual conversation when, when it's at the end of the, the day? The usual conversation, I'm going to go pile into the old lady, or I'm going to whatever. And when when I think deep down we know he's going to sit in his 20-year-old F-150, <laughs> beating it like it owes him money out in the lot. His wife is in there sleeping with like some bonbons on her lap, watching repeats of The View. Banging it to the 87 oh. penthouse that's sitting in the car. Yeah, the, the Bush oh. issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I grew up on. Justin. Uh, and this is sort of, oh, I got a sense of deja vu here. Uh, this is kind of What's fitting because I, I sent a, uh, a meme to Josh and, and Travis earlier about, about this. But, uh, hey, my car warranty is coming to an end. I hope that nice young man from India calls me back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I I think he will. He's got yeah. your number. <laughs> he's got he's got my number and I your social security. He's got my social security. You're in your retirement account and oh yeah. He's yeah. got everything he needs. I've already said that if there are any issues with Nigerian prince that I want in on this. I mean, and he had to remind you that there's Indian royalty too. Yes. Thank absolutely. you, Mr. Gruel. Oh, shit. Oh, that, was, that wasn't your last name because I No, uh, but I mean they're they're very appreciative of that kind of help. Absolutely. If you ever want a really fun time, go Google search some of the um, you know fucks with scammers. Oh, yeah. Some of those videos are just fantastic. I know. I know. All right, here's my very tame. Does that Ford F one F one fifty come in pastel green? <laughs> <laughs> is pastel green actually pastel, or is it more of a lime or a minty? Color? I, I, I think either way would be fine. None of those have been asked. Now the question should be: Do you live anywhere near where Aaron Rodgers grew up? Uh-huh. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'd like one of those. You know what? There's a there's a coworker of ours that has a very Robin's egg blue uh, truck. And again, I, this is the bedazzled jean wearing. Yeah, he, coworker. I may so have awesome. seen that truck many times and wondered if it was a Huber inmate or an employee. <laughs> when he found out it wasn't a, a, a social worker at the CPS section, you found out it was actual guy. Oh. Yeah, it is Robin's like blue. It's Robin's like blue. Was that like the only option on the lot, or so, what, what's the backstory? So it it was my understanding that because of the used car prices right now, just being so astronomical, yep. it was cheaper just to purchase a new one and wait on a waiting list. And this just happened to be the next like new one that came off the line. And why they would gave you it- wait? Why wouldn't you just wait for the... Well, no, your used vehicle you get, values are so freaking high, and you can get finance rates that are right. crazy so good. Right, this, so this guy... Yes. So this, this co-worker this person, of ours... Um, who wears what kind of jeans? Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah, now keep in mind. So he, he bought a truck, and I think it was like two or three years ago. He bought it uh, new. He I remember just that recently sold it for more than he paid for it. New. A vehicle. 
No, a those, car. Those stories are out there. Yeah, it's not, I, I, I it's get that. So but bad. if this guy, but it is, is Robin Egg Blue. Yeah, and I love so you Robin. Drive it. You drive Who doesn't it for, love a Robin. Right. He could probably drive it for a year and make money off of it. It's yeah. probably a smart move. And you know what? It's not. It's not like it's diaper shit green. It's right. not the end of the world color. Right. Yeah. Until well, you have to drive an explorer. It begs the question that if he's documented wearing bedazzled jeans and now he buys a Robin Egg blue truck, I, is it really... You start, well, I think you, you, start, start you start lumping mistakes together. Uh-huh. I think there are probably only five or six people in this world that are going to correlate the two together. How many people know about both? That's why you're safe. I think more people... He's I safe. Think, yeah, but we need to spread that word around the world probably about should. those two things combined. Now, there's there another person... Who had the hugest pickup truck in history and had his general size question, <laughs> and that was just so fucking obvious. That thing was twice the size of any truck it should have yeah. been. That's yeah. obvious. Robining blue, and a little more of a discerning taste. Yeah, yeah. And who knows about the jeans? More people. More need people. To know about them. Need yeah, to know. Travis, your next one. So, uh, COVID test. Nope. Go a little bit deeper. You missed my brain that time. <laughs> I've never. Have you had one? I've had, I haven't had a COVID test, but I'm assuming oh, that it's a. It's very similar to a flu test, like the influenza swab that uh, goes like somewhere get deep in, in the, your navel yeah, cavity, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty. It's deep. It's like that. That long. It's not That's like chemotherapy, but Jesus God, you just and you want an accurate test. I get it, but yeah. it's uncomfortable. <sighs> All right, Justin. That divorce was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. You're not done yet. <laughs> you still got two oh, left in you. Oh, uh, <laughs> off, off air, I'm going to tell a story to these fellas. They'll appreciate So what does that do for you? Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> one of the great lines of, uh, of Jurassic Park, the original one, is, yeah, I'm always looking for the future ex-Mrs. Malcolm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Statement never uttered. At an Alabama football game. Can we get some male cheerleaders for once? <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. They have them, by the way. They do. They, they do. I've seen them. them. They've never seen them. them. you got to have somebody at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> no. You're, no, good. I spot on. So, ESPN banner headline, WNBA player fined for hanging on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a slow burn. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> Holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm doing well so far. I feel bad I didn't think of that first. That's fantastic. Tough That's shit. Really good. Just stay sober. That's what old you're drinking whiskey. <laughs> well, I mean, just in 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 between episodes. Oh no, I'm Be not sober do like that. me. <laughs> <laughs> You're retired, right, <laughs> Justin? I don't feel so good about my last one anymore. Now that was fantastic. That, that was a, that should have ended it. <sighs> Millennials have really done a lot to contribute to the strength and soul of this country. <laughs> I would just like to say that. Although that didn't have like a punchline, it meant a whole lot more than what I just said. Thank you. God, get off my lawn. Yeah. All right. Ready? Oh, boy. Oh, God. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. My orgy only really got good when Roseanne Barr showed up. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. 
Oh, that's God. disgusting. <laughs> you know, you just you think about that, and I mean, no, I, I don't. Oh, jeez. That could have been the best day of your life, and it's like all of a sudden she rolls in. It's like, <laughs> damn it. Would you go home, or would you try to block it out, or would you, would <laughs> no. you physically shield her? Would I you put up like a wrestling mat. I think it's pad done or? at that point. Isn't I, it? Yeah, it has to be done because the only thing that goes through my head is her singing the national anthem. Then uh, and there's the no Padres. Yeah, there's no. Crotch. There's there is zero chance that you can get an erection. And oh, by the no. way, she spit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a Padres game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, All good right. one. Nice. Uh, what do we? I just want to mention for a real quick second. Do you guys know the name of the Raiders player who came out as yes. as, as gay? What is I his forgot. Name? I actually read an article about Massive him. Massive or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's got yeah. his name. Good for him. That's yeah. got to be in, in the worst possible like right. sport to do something like that. Good for him. He's a lineman, too. So a lineman, right. Yeah. Awesome for him. All right. We are back from that break. And what do we want to cover now, Travis? Some sticky stuff? Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. I usually don't want to talk about sticky stuff, but everybody knows about the whole baseball middle of the season. That's check pitchers for foreign substances. I'm no expert on it, but I can tell you that this is widely being regarded as some foolish attempt by MLB to 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 change something that they said they would not address this year midseason. I mean, you see multiple pitchers, upset wanting to drop their pants in some cases dropping their pants you had uh, Scherzer checked three times once uh, in the middle of an at bat yeah and it, and it led to almost a brawl because um, Giardi uh, Girardi with the uh, Phillies was kind of behind it and it's like my god people don't uh, don't try to fix everything with something so Foolish thoughts on that. The only reason why this is brought up is because of the emergence of like John Boy and the the John uh, Boy's great. John Boy's awesome. Uh, like the emergence of social media and pointing out the obvious like sticky stuff that were on people's gloves and hats. Yeah. And so Major League Baseball not wanting to like fall behind in the court of public opinion for whatever reason decided to give up on the last 25 years 30 years four years 80 years probably 110 years of pitchers using foreign substances on the ball and then uh deciding right now we have to change to placate the entire society because this is the world that we live in right now is you have to have a solution for every little butt (laughs) every little bitch everything yeah it's it's ridiculous and it would be like in the middle of the season changing the pass interference rule or changing the catch rule in the NFL. Like instead of doing that in the off season, it would be like changing it in the middle of the season. You can't do this. You can't do that. And it's not even changing the rule. It's now we're gonna It's now it's it. instead of the rule's been on the books for over a hundred years, as Trevor Bauer pointed out. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't agree with certainly everything that guy does, but he did a, he started this interview oh, three yeah. days ago. He holds up a baseball, he opens up his palm downward and he's got a baseball suspended. He goes, Guess what that is basically? And he says, Well, it's rosin and sweat. I, and and it's I like, wonder how accurate it's that. rosin I don't and know. Sun, rosin and sunscreen. Suns. Rosin and sunscreen. No, he said sweat. 
Didn't he did he? say swat. Oh, yeah. so a, a, a but, lot of the interviews that people are doing, it's that's what they use. It's rosin and sunscreen. They spray right. sunscreen on it. It gets a better tack on the ball. Yeah. It's not, and it has in some form or another been part of baseball forever. Yes, and and God, it's just Manfred just looks like a clown, an absolute fucking clown. And now you have games. You want the game to be faster, smoother, more exciting, <laughs> and now you have. And then how do you get checked? It's the opposing at any time. Can the opposing manager say, I want him checked? Do, do the umpires check? Do you see if they grab their hat a couple times? It's like, this is an off-season thing. Yep. What a fucked up decision. Yeah. Like like you said, it's if, if they change pass interference or modified or something in the middle of the season, that's not right. Like, but even pass interference is a play. This is... Pitchers pitch every single. I mean, everything starts right. with the pitcher. When do you? It's 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 a different animal. Well, and, and Bauer had a lot of good points. He made a lot of good points about like why? How do the umps judge what's sticky and what's what is not? It? What is it? Listen, I'm sweating. I sweat. Yep. What am I supposed to grab a baseball 100% sweat free? If I'm not, what is? Ah, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. And the thing is, if, if Manfred had like a good track record, I would make him a little bit of leeway on this. He does, but his track record is atrocious. We may be speaking of uh, Manfred later on. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Again. Anything else about the sticky stuff? Nope. All right, no. we cover our statements number. Travis, I think you need to address your Bundesliga team, Stuttgart, because yeah. you had some really just. I don't know, disturbing news, I think, that came out of stupid. Everybody's heard about it. Everybody knows this. Silas Wamagatuka. He's revealed to his club that his name and birth date are different than the data that... And that the data has been changed to go by a former agent who was controlling him as a teenager. He told the club that he'd been living in fear since leaving the Democratic Republic of Congo at age 17 to play for a French lower league club. It was difficult to reveal this story. Very understandable. I get it. His real name is Silas Contampa Mavumpa, and his birthday is a year earlier. I'm not sure why you're laughing. It isn't funny. I'm not laughing. I'm choking He's, on my beer. Okay, good, good. Anyway, bank accounts, passports, stuff like that. Listen. I had a talk with Dale Nelson, who is the senior trainer and strength and conditioning coach of Stuttgart. He's from Augusta, right? Augusta area. Yeah. He told me unconditionally. Now, he doesn't have the keys to the inner workings of um, the, the, the team as far as management decisions and stuff, but he said, listen, I have never met a more straightforward striker than this man, and if he says that he was fleeing repression and violence in the de- Democratic Republic of Congo, he's telling the truth. And I hope to God that, no, this is me saying it. That, that was Dale saying the other stuff. I just hope to God that he gets a fair break and is not penalized by the um, the, the soccer powers. This, Thoughts, guys? This might be the first time ever somebody has lied about their age to be older than younger. So, And I think that's why we all ought to see it for what it is. Because all you get all of like the Cuban baseball players that and uh, Albert Pujols. That you know what's a great picture? Barack and Michelle Obama with um what what's his name? Help me out. You know the six foot eight, ten year old. Well, you know the story. But yes, people that the little league scandal from Brooklyn. Oh, oh Danny, yeah, yeah. Danny something yeah, or other yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yep. 
But this is different, um, and I, I don't think it is. I hope to God you guys don't see a blemish on Stuttgart for this. I Which, by the way, they play in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, oh, capacity 74,000. I just um, worry about Silas. I mean, well, th- I think how he's is safe. This, how is this going to affect his striking? He's safe, and his head is going to be clear. Can you imagine the weight on him to be playing for two years with a false name and a false age? This man. What were the two names again? Well, I had them memorized, but I've had a head cold, so. <laughs> Silas Wamangatuka. That was a fake name. Yeah, it's obviously fake. You can tell by the by the syntax. <laughs> He's now, and I prefer that you call him from now on, Silas Katumpa Mavumpa. <laughs> he was. It's just a year difference. That's all. His passport is squared away. Um, he had 11 goals in the most recent season, and he was the team's top scorer for Christ's sakes. I think oh, we. Man, I think we goals. should. I think we should celebrate Silas. <clears throat> uh, did he, in all honesty, he got suspended, right? That sucks for that kid who clearly got got manipulated by an agent, and now he's suspended for it. That kind of really sucks. I don't like it one bit. I honestly, don't I see either. the team rallying around him in Mercedes Benz Stadium. <laughs> what does Dale have to say about oh. it? Dale does not deal with the business operations. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right. Can we talk about, are there some, in, in this age of political correctness, are there some, like, nationalities or countries or somebody that you are allowed to make fun of? Because I guarantee you in France, if you, like, bash on Americans and call us hamburger or hot dog eaters or something, like, nobody blinks an eye right. about it. So is there some nation that we can just... Because we, we tee off on Minnesotans all the time, and that's fine. Is there some country that we're allowed to just bash on? You Canadians. Us, Travis? Yeah, Italy. Ooh. French have taken a lot of heat for their military incompetence. Now, keep in mind, French back in the Napoleonic days was just the opposite of how they were viewed for a pair of world wars. But I, I'm, a, I'm a documentary nerd. I love watching the History Channel and whatnot. And you would hear over and over again in World War II, especially, talking about the Italian military incompetence. I want to read just one line here. Nothing to do with the Italian people, but um, it says Rommel and Goebbels, of course. That would be Erwin Rommel and Joseph Goebbels, one of field, you know. You know. Mm. So, <clears throat> Rommel horrified Goebbels with story after story of Italian incompetence. Jeffrey Record observed that, quote-unquote, it probably cost Germany more to have Italy as an ally than simply have to fight against them as an enemy. From the Balkans in North Africa to the Italian peninsula, the repeated failures of Italian arms compelled Germany to divert substantial and irreplaceable military resources to what were, for Germany, secondary theater of operations. I'm not big into warfare. I love the history, but I, you know, fighting wars, war's awful and all that, but Italy does not. (laughs) Their last couple hundred years is really awful, and I I think they're pussies. (laughs) Anyone else? Justin? For Italy Italy or my own country? No, your own country. No, your own country. Canada. Oh, always with the Canada, eh? (laughs) They are... That for, is for whatever oh. for whatever you can speaking of France by the way because yeah. Canada is not even I mean they they have a president but they still have to 
like adhere to the monarch of England. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't even have their own like governmental leader system. They they follow England. Still. <laughs> Say that again. No. Governmental leader <laughs> no! system. What was that like? I you know, know what that was like. That was Tony LaRusso. Yeah. I'm, I'm a uh, Hall of Famer <laughs> baseball person. I'm a Hall. <laughs> Did you know how similar that was? Yeah. The only difference right, is you're, on. you're not doing a field test right move now. On. I'm done. That's good shit right there. I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person, monarch military commander. <laughs> For me, I think I'm going to make fun of Liechtenstein like all I want. I don't give a fuck what the Liechtensteinians think about it. You are? Yeah, those fucks. Okay. Fuck those guys in their castles. I have no eye. I have no background in this. Neither do I. That's I the do, whole point. But I do have documentation based on another thing I'm going to talk about. I will give you, you bet me $5, I will give you 10 to 1 odds. You bet me 5, I'll give you 50. If you can put Liechtenstein's population within 10% of what it actually is. You ready? Go ahead. I'm going to make a guess. Go ahead. 200,000. It's on my sheet, but okay. Let's keep talking. Say something else. All right. Something um, else. Well, <laughs> what uh, can we do? Let's do a dumb athlete quote. 38,000. What did you say? Shit, I said 200,000. 200, God off. damn it. I yeah, I would have been closer to all. But just Liechtenstein, just because they have a stupid name and a small population. Well, I don't think anyone from Liechtenstein will ever hear it if I like bitch about them. Thirty-eight thousand. They're 38, like Wausau. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the nation of Wausau. In fact, that's what I'll call them from now on. It's called Wausau. The nation of Wausau. No, I'm, I'm with you. Fuck those that's, bastards. You can't have a fucking country at 38,000 people. No, you can't. You know, when you take Chippewa in the rural areas, that's not a country. It's not a country. No, it no. isn't. Okay. What did I say? Dumb athlete quote? Oh, this is good, yeah. Did All right. you? I'll, I'll, I'll start it. Yeah, I said dumb athlete quote. I'll start it off just because I happen to search like uh, dumb soccer quotes because I think it's fun. Um, <clears throat> this is from uh, an actual uh, commentator. I'll never comment on referees, and I'm not going to break the habit of a lifetime for that prat. Whoa, say that again? I never comment on referees, and I'm not going to break the habit of a lifetime for that prat. That Pratt. Yeah, which would be like bitch or something like right. that. So what, it, what so country in the same is that? Is it uh, British? Or? Yeah, it's British. Okay, so but he's... It, ba- okay. In the same sentence, he says, I never comment on referees. But, I'm not going to break the habit for, for that But he's doubling shit. and tripling down. He's not just talking about one particular thing, but he's just saying he's, a, he's an all-around shithead. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that fell flat. No, no, no. I just yeah. need a little explanation. Yeah, okay. Who knows what a Pratt is, though? That's a Pratt. That's, I'm sorry. Coach, did you know what a Pratt was? No, I had no idea. Other than the well, it's Chris an insult. Pratt. Yeah, okay. Right. Sorry, guys. Dumb athlete quote. Coach? Dumb athlete quote. Uh, 1981 World Series MVP Pedro Guerrero for the oh. Los Angeles Dodgers. Sometimes they write what I say, not what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's good stuff. As opposed to yeah, paraphrasing, paraphrasing and and inferring. Yeah. Sometimes they write what I say, not what I. A heard. name you've probably never heard, Alan Mentor. He's a former undisputed middleweight champion boxer, and although some people think that boxing is a dangerous and barbaric sport, Mentor doesn't believe that to be the case. Hmm. 
Sure, there have been injuries and deaths in boxing, but none of them serious. <laughs> you know, that's one of those things where everybody can have the whoopsie moment, everybody can have the oh shit, but that is that just, is a you can't, more... to put that together is just, that, that shows how many, how many shots Alan has taken. Oh boy, yeah. You could probably find a lot of good boxer quotes just based on what you said and how many headshots they have. And they always interview them like right after the match, mm-hmm. like when they're oh. still just <laughs> eyes are. I mean, <laughs> go. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, uh, based on that, we'll go to the arrogant athlete quotes, which we always like. Uh-huh. I'm 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 going to start out just because I went right back to my old well of Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic. Keep them coming. I almost feel every like we time should be called the Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrogant athletes of the week. I nominate yes. that second. Second. All in favor? It's now been changed. It's now been changed. This is Lawson talking about how he uh, maneuvered around a Liverpool defender. First I went left, then he did too. Then I went right, and he did too. Then I went left again, and he went to buy a hot dog. (laughs) Yes! So is this recent, or are you just, do you just have like a deep well of... I got a deep well. They don't end. They don't. So these are maybe years ago kind of thing? Yeah, he's still playing. Is he just... He's just that legit. Is he that guy? I mean, is he a guy that isn't even maybe necessarily that hated just because I see him as so absurd? Or it's like, if I could kill this guy, I would. I mean, I, how is he viewed by the players? I, I Well, he's he's from Sweden. I think he's beloved in Sweden okay. because he's fucking good. I just think he he's that over the top that yeah. it's almost like... It's, you remember Manny Ramirez was just so fucking Man, bananas right. about everything that... It's just Manny being Manny. I think every time this guy spouts out a quote, they just say it's Zlatan being Zlatan. That's just speaking what of he Manny is. Ramirez. <laughs> the best videos ever is when he cut off the uh, throw from another outfielder. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. That might be like the best thing ever. Yeah. I remember the manager <laughs> the at the time, whoever the hell it was, and it was just like nobody's ever done that, mm-hmm. but Manny did it. <laughs> but and Manny you know what's it. the answer? That's Manny being Manny. Manny being Manny. Okay, good, yep. great. And that's Zlatan. <laughs> I guess you're comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, mine comes from a boxer, Mike, <laughs> Mike Tyson. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. I'm in trouble because I'm normal and slightly arrogant. A lot of people don't like themselves, and I happen to be totally in love with myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that isn't cocky or arrogant necessarily, but I love it. I'm not worried about facing the Sacramento Queens. Write it down. Take a picture. I'm not going to talk about this all year. When I get back, there's going to be trouble. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. I remember when he said it. It was at a time where I watched the NBA. And in that day, it was like, oh, my God, this is war. Because people didn't talk like that back then. He called them the Queens. The Queens. Shaquille O'Neal. And um, he was, uh, I think he might have even been Orlando Orlando Magic. Magic Maybe maybe he'd gone to the Lakers. Probably Lakers, because that's when Sacramento would have been his competition. But when when Sacramento had the team for four mm-hmm. years and that's pretty good. That's so like childish to call. Oh yeah. It's so like No, it, it was just like this in, in, in today's times where everything is like gang references and whatnot, it's like he calls them the Queens. Yeah. It's like, that's kinda cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so benign by today's standards. Isn't it though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have it's it's getting warmer now. Obviously we're in we're in June. It's time uh-huh. for golf and time to get on the on the course and yeah. drink beer and, and hit some balls. Everyone's got a fun golf course mm-hmm. story that 
that they've been a part of. It usually involves high quantities of alcohol and whatnot. So we've all got one. Why don't you guys share like one of your fun golf course stories? I'll start. Please. Uh, this happened to be at a uh, fundraiser event for a local charity. Um, so part of it was Did like, it benefit dogs. It benefited was dogs. It, was it a, a good charity? It was a very good charity. Well run. Very well oh, run. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, yeah. Very competent people there. Mm. Uh, so after we're done golfing, so this 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 tournament not only included like golf really well, but it also included something that you would drink really well. <laughs> so like I the best drinkers that. that yeah yeah so. Uh, uh, Part of my team included, you know, a person that's also sitting at this uh, this uh, peninsula right now, as well as another uh, another character that we'll call Ben. <laughs> oh no! So Ben was very much uh, a coworker oh, no. of ours. He still is a coworker of ours. Uh, he was talking to another uh, individual that was uh, at this charity golf event. Um, just the dinner part and the raffle afterward. Um, this individual happened to be a, a superior of his and oh, was in God. charge of making a decision as to whether or not oh. this individual, Ben, would be able to transfer into another position oh. with him. So during this conversation about I would like to transfer into this position, um, what can I do to better myself? Uh, he was sitting in an aluminum chair, and he began leaning backward. <laughs> Mid-conversation about what are the things that I can do to stand out from other people who may put in for this job transfer, Ben fell backward in a complete drunken stupor in front of the decision maker. <laughs> Why didn't you... This job this job transfer involved working with kids. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Why didn't you, like, bad cleanup on this one? Yeah. That's right. really good. I the, That same day, I won 750 bottles of beer. Oh, I remember that. I might know the person that picked out each and every bottle. Which wasn't easy, but I mean, I know the person. You know, who did yeah, it, so. yeah. good person one. picked out non-alcoholic beers. Too. Didn't didn't that individual? What? Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, there were at least six. No, 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 yeah, no. There no. Were. Well, there oh. were at least that person put at least six non-alcoholic beers in there. Well, that person they were still you six alcoholic beers. They were still tasty, but no, no, and no. Don't you even say that. I drank them. Blasphemy, sir. By that. To the, Blasphemy, I'm sir. legitimately shocked by that. I you might be on probation in this podcast hold on. Just for knowing that information. But I never Don't drank never them sober. Like they were like end of the night beers. Oh, like I'm care, trying to be responsible Justin. type of thing. Don't dig your way out of this. <laughs> Maybe the person that made it happen should be held accountable. Yeah, as he should be. But please don't double down and make it bad for you too. <laughs> okay, it, well, you, you never should have been put in that position. There were six of them. Right, six. Yeah. It was an entire six pack because there were they O'Doul's? Did they have NA? On yeah, or? it was O'Doul's, and there was oh, like no. a Coors oh, NA. Oh, yeah, God. those receipts are available somewhere, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we can probably find them. We'll dig them up. Okay. Oh. All right, Travis you got a fun golf course story. Craig Keeter. I'll give his name because uh, well, he's a good guy. And he's dead. He wouldn't have any problem with it. No, I looked him up on LinkedIn. <laughs> he's actually got a. Uh, 
He's got a very responsible uh, position with if you name a drug company out of the Chicago area. Uh, oh, shit. Don't I, even try. Just go. I won't. Um, Craig played baseball with me at UW-Eau Claire. Craig was from Janesville or Kenosha. Janesville Parker, actually. And we went golfing once. We went with the third guy, and we were on, you know, the 18th hole at oh, Mill Travis, Run. Hold on, hold on. We haven't been recording for 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Holy shit. I didn't oh, buy it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't buy it. I didn't. Can you give me a little credit? No, I wasn't yeah, buying it. No. There's well, no goddamn no. way. Yeah, if you would have no. said 10, I would have bought. Well done. We're good. on. That's you guys familiar with the 18th hole at Mill Run, 500-plus yarder? Yep. It's a par five. It is. Yep. It is. So Craig's hitting his third shot, pretty good golfer. He's about, I don't know, 100, 110 yards out or whatever. He would later indicate that he mistakenly grabbed a six iron instead of a nine iron. I'm not so sure it that wasn't truthful because he was a decent golfer, good athlete, pitcher for the Blue Goals and shit. And he legitimately... Took a big swing, swatted this ball, which we now know is a six iron, bounced off the hood of a car and into the little house on Truex. So, what is the little house on Truex? Great question. Truex Avenue, Truex Boulevard, one of the kind of halfway main drags in Eau Claire, had this house from the 1800s. It was an old farmhouse. It was about two miles from the golf course. And... Somehow, some way, that house was lifted from Truex out to the golf course. And it was kind of this little, it was one of these odd deals. I can give you, I can give you a confirmation later. But they plunked this big old mid-1800s house on the far side of the parking lot. Why? Because it's going to be safe there, and people can look at it. It had a little state placard of American or Wisconsin historical, whatever. So we got up there, and we knew that he hit a car because we heard the car. We heard the impact, but what what we were not expecting was getting up there and seeing the first-floor window shattered on the little house on Truex. So we peek in there, and here's this golf ball floating around in the main floor, and the door's locked. What's like, fuck. Yeah, we could leave, but that's not right. So even when we were young shitheads, we're like, we got to take accountability for that. Mm. Craig, good shit. He goes up there and he says, I feel so bad, but I just <laughs> I just hit a ball into the little house. <laughs> and they're like, what? what, what, what? Oh, I, thought I, had a, I thought I had a nine or I hit a six iron. And so they go in and they get a key for the little house on Truex. And they, they get his ball and he's like, I don't know, pay for this. And she's like, uh, whatever. So, of course, because we are had a couple beers, and we're like, where does he drop this thing? You know, <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you do? You know, remember in Caddyshack where, you know, Bill Murray and whatnot, and they're yep. like, can I get a ruling on yep. this, Carl, you know? Cannibal. And, and, and that had been out for several years, yeah. so. You know the story went for, but yeah, that was that's my story. Craig Craig Keeter put a put a ball into a so house. You want to preserve a house of historic value, so you put it, you on, a put it on a golf Thank course. You. I will wow. I will send both of you because I guarantee you that since the internet there has been some, it's no longer there and has been uh, gone for fifteen years well, minimum because they got smart and said this is not well, the place for this. It it really took a dumb thing. As good of a guy as Craig is, he really misjudged by about 40 yards, and that's a lot. Because, and, and by the way, 
even if bad shots, because if you park on the 18th, there's the green. Dumbass, you make your choice whether you want to park there. And it's like, but you really, there's no conceivable way anybody should hit that house. Yeah. But he did. There you go. Um, I caught my own drive. Mm. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you went to did. Yeah. Can I can I can I guess how it happened? Or? Please. I think you probably went under it so much that it popped up in the air about eight feet and you grabbed it. Close, the exact opposite. I topped it so hard. <laughs> okay. I drove it straight into the ground. It popped up in the air. I caught it and then flung it down the fairway. How far do you throw it? <laughs> Farther than he hit it. Well, yeah. It's probably my best, so, so, my best so, drive of the day. So it was on like a hard pan to where when you hit it so hard it popped up? And- I don't even know if it was like environmentally induced. It was that bad of a strike yeah. that I just... I've also no. broken my own driver on on a swing. <laughs> I've, yeah. You consistently wear the wrong uh, hand glove. I wear the wrong hand glove. I'm supposed to wear what? A right hand glove. A left hand. Oh, see, I, that's. I see Josh wear like Payne Stewart type Oh, I would love to, I would love to wear knickers on a golf course. I think I'd look good in those. All right, that's our uh, the, golf the course. The only story. thing you would ever look good at on a golf course. <laughs> Although maybe driving the cart and drinking. Well, I'm really, really good at that. Well, we only to... good enough for second place. I've I've won before. Uh, we yeah, need. Yeah, he went to prison. Yep. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do a no shit and a no shit. No shit. No shit. Let's wait for Travis to finish urinating. So why don't we just discuss something? By the way, you're wearing a Chelsea kit today. Did you wear that last week or last episode? No, I didn't. I wore my uh, Manchester City. Okay. Are you a Chelsea fan now? Is that your kind of thing? Or it's my you, second. It's my second collecting? favorite English uh, Premier League. What's your team? first one? Arsenal. Oh, that's right. I forget. Yeah, you're. An now, I'm an Arsenal fan. fan. Then Chelsea is number two, and then everybody else except for those Spurs. They could be at the bottom. Fucking spur. Fuck those Spurs. You know, I just took a look at my upper body in the restroom mirror. And my kit is very slimming. Oh, I'm not slim, but this is about the best I can your do. Your Stukar kit you're talking about. Well, looks Duh, very what, good. What the hell is a kit? I don't know about I'm not wearing, wearing a Brewer's I don't kit. Know, I don't know wearing a, about wearing the polo underneath the kit. No, that's, that's the kit. That's the part of the kit. Part it's of a polo the kit. That it that's a very it. that's a very old uh, Stuttgart jersey. Came with it, knucklehead. Oh, very old. Your collar is all messed up. It's an extra nineteen dollars. It's very old. Your collar is all messed up, though. It makes it look like it's poking out from underneath. Oh, wait a minute. You're wearing a collared shirt underneath your kit. No. No, it's no, all he's not. He's actually not. That it's must be so like the up. 90s version of yeah, that. That's sure, actually that pretty cool. That makes it even better. But get you look like a vampire. Yeah, now you're wearing down. it up. Stop Stop with the douchebaggery. Wow. That's very douchebaggery. Douchebaggery. Is this better? Yes. Yeah. You find but that right. could you can confirm I'm slimming, though? I've lost weight. Let's move on. I had a bad fucking cold that should have dropped like six pounds. We're going to move on to Chelsea. It should. Chelsea, yeah. Uh, champions of the uh, uh, the Champions League. I don't like what you're doing. Victory I don't like of the that Champions you're picking League. out several teams in the, in the English Premier League. I have two. I have two. And do you know why I have two? Because <laughs> my survey shit said Arsenal, and someone else's survey said Chelsea. Okay. So those are my teams. All right. Right. My secondary team. All right, fine. That's it. All right. 
No shit and no shit. Travis, do, would you mind explaining no shit and There's no shit? There's two kinds of no shit. You hear it a bunch. Oh, no shit. Here they are. No shit. Well, that is the idiot that says something really obvious. Then there is the no shit. That is the someone that's kind of learned something or, you know, kind of a unique trivia fact or whatever. So I'll start. I I'm just gonna, want to say just one second. This has become one of my favorites because I, I always like learn something I have, very I, interesting. I, I learned something today. And I'll tell you what. My first one is not going to move any meters here, but it certainly gripped me. Bangladesh is more populous than Russia. By quite a bit. Russia has 141 million people. Bangladesh, 161 million. Ba- Bangladesh, now is that a country or a city? Well, it's a country. It's a country. It's a country. It's a large country that in, is really... In Indonesia, I assume. It has yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's incredibly impoverished, and their life expectancy is about zero, <laughs> and, and, and their birth rate is off the charts, but they, but yes, they have, wow, they have a huge population. Russia? Bangladesh, huh? Bangladesh is it borders India. They're northeast oh, of India. Oh, that I was thinking it was like in the in the the you know Malaysia. Well, you know, no, they're not no, an no, island. No, they're, they're 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 landlocked. But they, but you know, um, yes, you you think oh, of that now. Of course, Russia, Russia, Russa, Russia. You know, pre-Soviet Union, where you had Ukraine and all these other nations, get you over two hundred million. Sure, but you still have a country that really registers like zero. <laughs> Per capita, you know, gross national wow. product. It's like, oh my God, they have twenty million people. Then the, well, China yeah. might have something to say, but sure. the second most powerful nation in the world. It's like, yeah, wow. It just caught me off. That's guard. crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. <clears throat> Justin, you want to go? Nolan Ryan, arguably the best pitcher in uh, Major League Baseball history. I would say he's in the top five. Oh, arguably, no. I said arguably. No, that's arguably, that's fine. That's fine. Never won a Cy Young. Oh my god. Wait, what? Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young award. Would have lost that bet. I completely would have lost that bet. Never you won a what? Cy Young. His win loss and stuff was not, not that good. good. And he It was a strikeouts that Yep, it was a strikeouts, it was his ERA, but that was back in a time where wins mattered. Oh, and he that's a good point. You know, do you know? How many complete games he had, and if not complete games, it'd be interesting to see how many eighth innings he made or whatever. Well, he took an astronomical number of no hitters into the eighth. I mean, he has like well, seven no hitters, but he took a every one of those original caps is in Cooperstown, by the way. Is it really? Nolan yeah, Ryan pitched Rangers uh, and Astros. He pitched in 807 total games in his career through 222 complete games. So oh my God! Over a quarter of a, his games a, were complete a, games. A he had that's, a, that's a freak show. He had sixty-one shutouts. He threw five thousand three hundred and eighty-six innings and struck out five thousand seven hundred and fourteen batters. Right. He had a he had a, a K rate of over nine. I take back what I said about him not being an arguably top five. Oh, he he, he pitcher. No, that, that, that's ridiculous. And you know what? I don't think. And and statistics would obviously bear this out, but the teams he played with, they weren't good. Yeah. And I don't know if he got a whole lot of run support. It's not like the guy was perfect. Nolan did, you know, he he wasn't coming out with the stuff that the players do today. He didn't have that nasty. It's not like he threw a fastball, fastball over and over again. 
But what what did he throw? Did he throw a curve or a straight change? I don't know. I remember throwing a curveball. The, the fastball was the overpowering. He, he might have he might have been as simple as an overpowering fastball, good placement, and a curveball. Well, and he's one of those guys who was not afraid to throw at your. He had it. Right. They were afraid of him. Yeah. He's the all time leader in no hitters with seven, three more than any other pitcher. Uh, he has the most one hitters with 12. He's tied with Bob Feller. He also pitched 18 two hitters. Despite this, he never pitched a perfect game, nor did he no. ever win a Cy Young Award. Never he, won a World Series, then, did he? He never. I know he was with the Astros and Rangers. Who else was he with? If Angels. Anyone. Angels, Astros, Rangers, Mets. Mets. He pitched for like one year with the Mets when he what, first came up. When he first came like up, 1969. He has a lifetime record of 324 and 292 for a point. They have See, a 528. In, in Cooperstown, they have a little mini wing, and every one of those caps is it's like, oh fuck! I love no, you know, being I was a right hand pitcher, and yeah. He his career 5,714 strikeouts uh, is. Um, 839 more than the second place runner up which is Randy Johnson. Well, they said he had a thud to his fastballs and I know that they talk about someone that throws hard mm. and then there's that you know it has that extra I, I know that's difficult to explain but no. he apparently brought No because they say like 97 <coughs> there's 97 or there's 97 plus I and know. it's just different. So that's him obviously. Well, ask Robin Ventura about how tough he is. Oh, that's the greatest story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. My no shit, Justin. I want to talk about Uranus. <laughs> uh, Uranus was discovered. The planet was discovered in 1781 by obviously some dude looking through a telescope. Uranus is pretty big and pretty old. Yep. How many con- continents are there on the planet? Uranus? No, 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 no. On Earth, how many continents? Seven. 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 The last one, Antarctica, was discovered in 1820. We knew about Uranus before we knew about Antarctica. That is a no shit. That is really good. Perry, right? I don't know if he discovered it. (laughs) I, 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 I don't know. But that was a full 50 years... Before we knew about Antarctica, that we knew about the planet. That's uh, wow. craziness. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. God, that makes Nolan Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was just talking about baseball. We're talking about the universe here. Or at least our solar system. Well, how much do we, little do we know about the planet we live on? Then Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about the... No shit. I got one. Bring your sunscreen. Oh, God damn it. Look, if I'm not bringing it, I clearly don't care about and I, and I'll the make sun. My, I'll make my own decisions unless you're caretaking for a child or someone over 90, I'll make my own decision. Thank you. <laughs> Justin? Those clouds sure do look dark. I think it's going to rain. <laughs> oh, that's a beauty. <laughs> How about this roller coaster could make you nauseous? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No, really. No shit. Isn't that what they're designed for? Mm. Oh, my God. So last week, or last episode, I keep saying last week. Last episode, we did our get off our lawn. So I kind of I kind of took away the Brucevus and the anti-Brucevus, yep. which I miss <coughs> because now I, I have this like growing list of Brucevus, which is our bitch about sports. So we have to get into this. 
we, we have to bitch about something in sports. Our Brucevus is something that's the derivative of Festivus, where we just air our grievances about sports. And holy shit, do I have some. We're not wrestling, know, at least. I don't know if you guys, right. I don't know if you guys brought like a, a sports and a non-sports. I, I, I doesn't matter. I've got a couple I want to cover. So I'm going to cut right to it. So I'm going to gripe about something. This is not really, it's sports, but not really. All year long, I've had to watch the Brewers on Bally Sports, North mm-hmm. Wisconsin, whatever it is. Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Thanks, whatever. Those fucking commercials that they have on there, they have oh. about five different commercials. Oh. And they, how, how about the lady at the dental chair that oh. looks really incredibly happy? Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about, right? I, I think so, yeah. What bugs me is why they think that I need to know about Tennis.com. I have yeah. seen so many advertisements for the tennis lifestyle. What well, I'm watching really? baseball. Tennis lifestyle? Have you do you Why guys I miss see that? this? Yeah, it's brutal. I it's every it is to a point bro. where even with Fox Sports, How have even I miss like, that. I watch a lot. I don't know. Are they targeting you because they think you're into uh, tennis? I, I, I've seen them too. I've seen <laughs> the ridiculous commercials because uh, they they used to do like the Do North Outdoors yes. commercials and uh, uh, what's her name Laura, Laura Scherer. Scherer. Who's at least an attractive blonde I could look at. Yes, a little bit. Mm. that no, that's not it's what not happens with Valley Sports. Nope. And there's a lot. See, the only positive with the Bally Sports stuff is they have that um, uh, that woman that comes on there that talks about betting, and she's very busty. Are they real or fake? Oh, but it's so, like, It's quick, minimal. Right? <coughs> but but then there's those commercials It's not quick for, if you uh, pause. <laughs> for, what is it, like, Stir? Yeah. channel that is just, like, garbage TV, like, Maury... Povich and Judge Judy and so all that. I Every used, commercial break, I have to watch this. See, Bally, this this is what pisses me off the most about Bally, and I'm glad you brought this up, because I, uh, for my everyday viewing, I use Hulu Live. Okay. So I use Hulu for, for, for my everyday cable purposes. Mm. Uh, Fox Sports North, and knowing that it was going into Bally, they cut their contract or wouldn't agree with Hulu. So... Uh, Bally isn't on Hulu. I had to go out and get a subscription to uh, Spectrum Cable, the silver package. I have to pay 60 bucks a month additional to watch the Brewers. For me to be able to see a Brewers game, I have to pay an additional $60 a month. They're not on Hulu? They're not on Hulu. Because Bally Sports is on Hulu. There's only two uh, two carriers in our area that covers or that has Bally Sports. It's AT&T and Spectrum. And AT&T's, the additional cost for the Spectrum TV is the equivalent of what AT&T would cost me. <sighs> so, so they're making it difficult for us to see our team yes. in this area. Yes. So the only good thing about Spectrum, and this wasn't a thing before, but they have it now, is that <coughs> you can do this on the app, so it's not like a cable box or anything. But box. Uh, there's no contract. So at the end of the at the end of the uh, uh, baseball season, I'm going to cancel my uh, Spectrum uh, cable until the start of the yeah, season. That'll yeah. teach them. I'm sorry. I got really <laughs> They won't fuck with you again. No, that, that's fine. My, my bitch is the, the commercials on Bally Sports are I fucking think, horrible. I, I think we could just expand it out to everything that is Bally Sports right now. Bally Sports sucks. I hate I it. I right hate now. it. Bally Sports sucks. Yes. Good job, Travis. Uh, Justin, what do you got? something? Yeah, Bruce of us. 
non-sports. I, I, I considered that non-sports. I, I did. Well, so I've got sports and non-sports. i got them all intermingled here. Ahead. But um, I think I've bitched about this before. I need to bring it up again with my now uh, access to this umpire statistics Twitter oh. account. The continued struggles of umpire <clears throat> consistency despite there being video options available to get things correct all the time. When we look at VAR with soccer or football, we know that a mistake isn't going to be made on critical decisions because they look at the review. They look at video review. It's a non-partisan, non-human judgment. You can have this computer and it will tell you if something was correct, Mm -hmm. if something was offside or not. And they can do it by like the toe. Yeah. Good. Looking at these uh, umpire opinion or like umpire strike zone scorecard, the the scorecard compare like the strike zone compared to the actual strike zones Mm -hmm. and what their uh, percentage is in making correct decisions or not, it's terrible. I've only seen a couple that have been like ninety eight, ninety nine percent accurate. There was one guy I just looked at the other night, and I don't remember what game it was, but he fucked of the. 150 pitches he fucked up two like there were literally there was a ball that he called a strike and a strike that and he I called bet a ball. they were close and that was it <laughs> and it was on the border that's and that's ridiculous that's crazy that, that's he was beyond, nine, that's and beyond he was, human ability right and he was 99 percent consistent not only with the regular strike zone but with his game strike zone yeah and and that justin, is super good and justin i don't think that that's not an indictment of the umps necessarily Fuck, no it is no it's not it's so a how very, hard very it difficult is thing it's, to call those pitches. It's so difficult. So and and it may not have been difficult fifty years ago when you had a an eighty nine mile an hour fastball that all it did was go straight. Easier, but yeah. but they they can't even call Devin Williams change up a change up on a video game because yeah. it doesn't move like a change no. up. Right. So how how are umpires supposed to get that accurate? So let me let me ask you this: How difficult would it be? And maybe it is. I don't know. In in the billion dollar business that is baseball so you put um you know like one of those little amazon echo screens yes on a, on a guy's wrist right yep. a, a screen mm-hmm. on his wrist the pitch comes in close looks at it gets an immediate replay and now i have a different angle from beyond right center, and i go strike right. miss it's where, it's strike where it needs to be and i'm yes. i'm a traditionalist but we, we we can't expect these people to do something you can't physically do it's one thing, you know, like pass interference in the NFL or NBA fouls. Those are things that those are all judgment calls. Those are right. all judgment, but they're they're really there's not as much excuse to to miss a guy grabbing another fellow or whatnot. We're talking right. these pitches, whether they be an 83 mile an hour crazy bender or a 98 mile an hour heater on the inside or outside corner, or God forbid, the up and down. I, I don't think it's fair to the umpires. I don't no. know who can do it. And, and, and that's where we need to go. I think and, right. we have the technology. So And keep in mind, you're still physically blocked by the catcher from seeing the bottom of the zone. Oh. Yes. And and then these catchers are good, by the way, because you're human. You get the pitches here. That's yeah. all. And that's a thing is framing a pitch. It's really yep. hard to, to, to not. 
why, why is framing taking place for the 100-plus years of baseball? Because it works to influence umpires. And everyone, once in a while, a catcher will upset an umpire by catching right. a ball six inches outside the zone and yanking it back in. Yep. But the subtle, that's what you learn. That's what you should do. Right. And until umpires are able to be near 100% accurate, some of these guys, I don't, you get 98%, that's I'm not sure nuts. how you do it because yeah, that is... That is exceptional. The craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm sure that, like, when you, like the, the umpire sports card, it's a Twitter feed, I assume, that, yes. that you look at it, right? Yep. You look at it on the surface, like, they're just begging on umpires. I would hope that an umpire would look at that and go, Say, yeah, this shit's fucking tough. Can I get a We, we, right, we, we want to get well, it right. And how about the umpires, the Joe West of the world, that are barely bending over. He doesn't give a And they don't he give two fucks less, and they've created their own zone. Yeah. And you hear, you've heard players for 100 years talk about... Oh, they're not. You know, he's not giving the outside strike today. Well, what the fuck? It's a strike. So, right. What? Or, why today? Or, or when they say, right, yep. he's calling them high, but he's not giving you a low. Okay, that's mm, yep. Right. Or not or, cool. Or when you say, well, he, he was given that the first three innings. All of a sudden, now he's tightened the zone in the in the late innings. And how many right. times yep. have you heard the statement? As long as it goes that way for both teams. Well, that's great in principle, and that is helpful if you do it consistent, right. but you're consistently well, getting it wrong. Well, and but then that's not right. Then you go to the next game, and it's a different umpire. Like, and that's the great not thing. Fair. And, and it's like all of right. a sudden the pitcher spends the first inning or so just kind of knowing what you can get. Yep. yep. And the great thing about this scorecard is then it judges, too, based on what the uh, perceived strike zone is for the umpire in that game. Oh, really? So, like, they give ratings oh. on what oh. what is the perceived uh, strike zone yeah. for, for the umpire and how many of his calls were outside of his perceived strike zone. for the game. It, It's a really cool Twitter. What's well, cool, and it could seem unfair, but at the end of the day, if you don't look at it as an umpire bashing thing, because if you are trying and you're a skilled person, you're doing the best right. that you can physically do. Right. <clears throat> That's but I, I would want it. If I'm an umpire, I'm like, yeah, I would like this. Right, absolutely. Because well, I, I, Angel Hernandez not taking, will get into a World it's, Series. It's not, it's not a union thing where you're taking away an umpire because an umpire oh, still, you still, have an umpire, still has to run the game. Yep. They have to do everything that an umpire does. Yep. I would... I, I get it. that it's probably fun for an umpire to call balls and strikes. Like that's where you're at in the action. But uh, at the end of the day, wouldn't you want that responsibility off your head? Where just or beep, and you know what? You're, you're going to have less arguments, less ejections. Yep. yep. Go ahead and argue with the. Who machine. are you going to argue with? Yeah, it's the machine. Yep. You can bring like the uh, iRobot, the Will Smith movie, the iRobot thing out there and argue with that. <laughs> yeah, argue with that. Right. Well, like, like, because how how much has replay diminished arguments? Right. You know, occasionally a guy will lose yeah. his mind and come on and argue, but that's yep. you know, sorry. Who yep. are you going to argue? A guy with New York or a, or a computer program? Right. So, uh, all right, uh, Travis, do you have a Brewstivus? I think we haven't done that yet. I haven't. And is it okay, sports? I didn't. I didn't prep anything. Whatever you want. I'm going to go on to my sports net. We're we're mixing it up. So whatever Brewstivus you want. Okay. I want I want to give the disclaimer, and I hate giving disclaimers because it's really a pussy way out. But I can tell you with a clear conscience, I really appreciate women's sports, high school, college, whatever. I jeez, I, I have a daughter. I wanted her to have the same opportunities, et cetera, et cetera. But I am uh, fed up with the NBA. WNBA being shoved down people's throats, and I want to just give a, a couple things just for people to think of. And before you, before you, 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 you talk about certain things, this is not, this is not political. The, 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 these are facts. The, the, the NBA has 
you know, basically financially sustain this league in a business that never would have been sustained. Uh, uh, they have lost money every single year of their 25-year existence, and they lost $12 million last year. They have a salary. Now, keep in mind this. They have a salary cap of $115,000 per player for a year, which means your best WNBA athletes make $115,000 a year. So it's not so it so it so it's not that you Ooh. you you have you have something that and and I really truly appreciate women athletes, but please don't try to tell people and force people to want something to watch something that they don't want. And I will point to this. The female athletes who are excelling, let's just take basketball. They're a great high school player. They're a great college player. They are not watching the WNBA. They're watching the NBA because those are who the, who their who their heroes are. Yeah. And and I, I, I really think that at some point you need to say that listen, people do make choices. We're in a society where you know, at the end of the day, I bet almost every parent likes the idea of their daughter having the opportunity to play sports, whether it be basketball or whatever. But it's like there are physical differences between the genders that make one a marketable thing and the other not. And please, 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 that's that's end it with ESPN having to have the WNBA, where we all know that a tiny percentage of the population gives two fucks this could go on forever but i say this as okay i said i so and that's really funny that you bring this up because uh before um i came over here i had the tv on and there was a um commercial for an um an hbo max show that's coming out like a hour and a half little documentary or whatever about the women's national soccer team and like the big thing is equal pay we win as many Mm. games we win more than the um yeah 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 so we win more than the men's national team, but we're paid less than them. And it all boils down to the revenue that you're drawing in. If, I mean, you bring it, you bring it up with the WNBA and the statements never uttered, like getting suspended or followed for hanging on a rim. It's not as entertaining as a product. Let, let, like let, the, the, let, the, let the people decide. Right, let the people decide. And obviously, you know what? It's, it's a different thing with the women's national team and the soccer team and they're more successful wildly more successful than the men's national team right. but men's soccer is a much larger market and much uh, well it's not much it is astronomically right exponentially we're right. not talking a five compared to a 10 we're comparing a one compared to a 50 yeah we're not watching, resources and, we're not watching higher. we're not watching the euros 2020 uh women's right. tournament it's right. the men's tournament it's it's because it's a better product to watch and and you know, it's and that's the little secret. Most women prefer men's tennis. Most women prefer. It's just so I had to say it. So thank yeah. you. All right, um, I'll go on to a the other Bruce of us, whatever it was sports or non sports. I think mine now is a sports Bruce of us. I am so goddamn fed up with grown ass men who dive out for ground balls. Oh yes, yes, in yes. The, in the stands, I'm talking. If you are falling over, if you're falling over seats, what is wrong, dude? Do every one of them? 
have the same general appearance of yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, they played little league. Their coach screwed them over. Yep. They had well, they didn't call it a rotator cuff, but that's what I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, if you can't reach a, a, a foul ball by extending back a little bit, don't go for it. Let the twelve-year-old that's behind Let you the get 12 it. Year old, and by for the love of God, if you happen. To have one of those fall in your hands, if you're not looking around immediately a for a kid to give it to, oh. then you have an empty <laughs> hole in your life that I'm sorry, that baseball will not fill. Right. Boy, that, that was well said. I well. 100% agree. If that's not going to your kid, it better be going to a kid near you. I, I've told you guys that story. When we went to Washington <laughs> and we got a couple yes. of major league balls, it was awesome. The boys were happy. We happened to have an extra one because... Thank God for us. Hey, Jack, go give it to that kid. And he did. He walked up at a Nationals fan, made that kid's day, and I hope that Jack learned a lesson and that was the way to do it. Well, so. you guys you guys both saw the video that I sent about the mm-hmm. Reds and Brewers guy. <coughs> There's this a-hole at Reds games that I think oh. uh, Deem's uh, talking about because maybe a video. Yeah. yeah. So there's this guy, and a little bit more of a backstory is he wears the gear of the opposing team. So the opposing team is more like in talking. Cincinnati. So he's, you call him a fan. He's not a fan. He's not a fan. So like the Brewers were in town, and he wore, was wearing Brewers gear. He's not a Brewers fan, but he figured, oh, a Brewer is going to think he's a fan, and they're going to throw him a, a ball after warm-ups. Oh, or whatnot. So there's this, this video out there, and he gets in this this one other guy who wasn't a gem either, make no mistake. Oh, so no. he's this Reds guy. And they get into this fight over the ball where this Reds guy ultimately gets the ball. This guy is chirping at him from like five rows back this young kid in a reds outfit so he's a reds fan he has a foul ball this santa claus looking 60 oh fuck he was probably 60 but he looked 70 came down and gave him ball what did this asshole do he accepted the ball and then you can see him mouthing to the 40 year old yeah at least somebody knows what to do or whatever. And it's like it was the worst thing ever. Yep. But those people are not, that's not a unicorn. There are these no. middle-aged, pathetic people that will knock over kids to get foul balls. Yep. They ought to fuck themselves. That's a bad thing. Yeah. And God forbid if a bat flies into the into the stands, and if you have two grown men holding onto a bat. Oh, yes. Like, Jesus oh. Christ. Can I just, I'm going to lay this out there. You know it's bad. And activity and behavior is bad when the impractical jokers make it their punishment. Oh, really? There was a punishment where Joe had to go out and catch uh, balls from Noah Syndergaard before a game and had like... Snow would toss them out, like intending for a kid, and then Joe would have to go and grab it, and like he used another child to like, hey, I need one for my kid, and then grabbed it and put it in his fanny pack, and so you know that something is total bullshit and terrible if the impractical jokers are making it a punishment. Mm -hmm. So I have a niece who's thirteen or fourteen now, and she was ten. We were at a Brewers game. We were first row, kind of by the tarp on the uh, third baseline, and maybe I told this story as a same game i protected her from potential fall balls anyway the um uh the bat not the bat boy but you know the the, the ball guy mm. on the line he got a foul ball and he was throwing it to her and you know i just wanted to make sure you know and he said no that's for her and he like yelled at him i said no i i know mm-hmm. and i handed it to her and it was just like he thought that mm-hmm. i was intercepting this ball and it's like i bet that's happened a lot oh absolutely and that's why he said that to me and it's like 
My God, people, you are a sad creature. Yep. Welcome to humanity. Disgusting. It's Successful. Gross. Justin, uh, what do you got? Oh, okay, sorry. go ahead. No, no, what do you got, Justin? Uh, I think I bitched it off. I'm oh. a, I'm, oh, I, I'm got, a, I got a non-sports Bruce to this. Okay. I've maybe brought it up before. I don't give a shit. I'm going to bring it up again. Please. People. Yes. <laughs> yes! Yes! Damn it, people! Oh, I could stop there, right? Yes! That are a full two car lengths behind another vehicle at a stoplight that are oh. texting or doing other shit. Now, they don't have to be texting because some people just think that's what you should do. I want to remind everyone as a public service announcement that what you are doing is you are costing one car access through a green light. Even if the other cars run a yellow or a red, what is wrong? Your only, your only conceivable explanation is, well, I don't want to be ambushed, so I want to be able to, well, <laughs> that's not what they're thinking, right? Yeah. We're, so they just, there is absolutely no reason for it. And I've turned and looked at people. I'm like, you know, I, I can kind of do it now because I'm retired. And you'll have these people, and I'll do one of these, and I'll kind of give this. And they're like, and I go like this. <laughs> because you should, because it's just wrong. And they either don't get it or think you're an asshole. Yeah. Do not park two or three vehicle lengths. Get up at a reasonable length of the bumper. Watch what they do in big cities. There's a lot wrong in big cities, but what they do get right is traffic. Mm-hmm. They know that when that fucking light turns green, you race as many goddamn cars through there as you can. Yeah. You have a couple, last three of them go through on a red, but that just will not be tolerated. Oh, and right. stay off your fucking phone. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. I something came up, and it's sort That's of sports related. <laughs> it's it's sports related, but non professional sports. And I was bitching about it earlier, and uh, not to you guys, but it, bitching about it. Uh, the guy that is a part of your foursome that takes an inordinate amount of time of like practice swings and oh. setting up on the oh. tee box oh. and then duffs the fucking drive every single time. I despise being stuck either in a group with them or behind a group with them. Uh, the, the people that will uh, sit back, take a couple of practice swings, take a couple more practice swings, line up their shot, take another practice swing or two, get up to the ball, and then they hit it 120 yards, mm. and 80 of them were rolling on the ground because they topped it so bad that their spin rate there's was a There's 30, a direct 000. correlation between time spent and shitty shots. Yes. And yeah. So there, there was a guy that I used to golf with all the time. He used to be a co-worker, and he would do this, like, twisting of the club thing. And I... I so... A buddy of mine and and I decided we wanted to time him every time he got a minute. Too a long. Full a minute. minute from the time it was his time to drive to the time he actually hit the ball. No. Putting the ball down, med- like angling it up, taking practice swings, addressing the ball, getting his feet ready, wiggling his ass a little round, lining <laughs> up the, the club. And then he would go and do and something. And then he dumb. would hit it. Yeah. So now, Justin, I, I apologize. Are you talking about like a person in your group? In your group or, or in immediately in front of you? It's okay. tough when like, they're in your group. It's worse. It's, it's worse when it's yeah. It's worse than when it's or it's worse when it's in your group because sure. that's a person yeah, yeah, that it's generally a tough thing to bring up now right. is. Because you had talked before about how you get assigned some people who oh! are completely not yeah. like, hey, 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 don't even yeah. know who they oh. are. Are you yeah. talking about? 
No, I, I'm talking about or just a person you can actually a person that you would probably regularly golf with, yeah. and you probably like as a person, and, and is a oh, decent person, I and know. somebody that you want. It's even worse, isn't it's it? It's terrible. It's, it's the because, worst because you can't be like, "Hey, buddy, you fucking suck. Don't take oh. so much time." See, and I, I you, you, you kind of eat it. Yeah. I yep. think I own my shittiness at golf, and you've seen it. I'm just gonna go out there and right. Wear a dumb shirt. Right, this just, isn't aimed at you because yeah, sure. you're, you're, you're carrying up the course. Physically, bad golfers are fine. Just go okay. quick. Right, you you move fast for your shittiness. Right so it's fine. Yeah. Like, you own, like, I'm not a professional golfer. I'm going to go up there and hit the ball, and wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah, I'm going to hit but that dude over. There are people that... There I, are and people, I, I know I mentioned it, but okay, God go forbid yes. these people have a hard... They're just not that good. Good. They're not good, that and they sucks. think that but their pre-routine is helping. How, how about the putt routine? Oh, don't huh? Yeah, they do the thing with the grass where they pick it up. Yes, and, and the like the balancing yeah. of the thing with the. Yeah. Oh, they hold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do an anti-Bruce Smith. So something that makes us happy about sports. I got nice. one. Oh, go. Yeah, go, Travis. Legit story. Saw a kid on a skateboard probably a couple weeks ago. 10, 11, maybe he's twelve years old. Took kind of a header. It wasn't a header, but he went on his side, and, you know, there's no doubt there was some bleeding or whatnot. Mm-hmm. He hopped right back up and got on his skateboard. And I literally thought about that time he's tougher than LeBron James. Yes. And that's my that's my anti-Brucevist. Travis, my anti-Brucevist is LeBron James is not in the playoffs. <laughs> yes! Yes, but, but how great is it it's that perfect. we don't but no, have to like? But, but, but literally, I'm, I'm alone. Just a couple of weeks ago, and this kid is not seriously injured. There's no reason to stop or anything like that. But he he, he went on like his shoulder. He he, you know, my, my, had some road rash. He hopped right back on his skateboard. I literally thought to myself, "There's an American kid, and he's not LeBron James." And then I'm like, "Oh, fucking three Bruce in." It. <laughs> but yeah, but Love yeah. It. Okay, so you got, but but yeah. Justin, that's it that's is really, wonderful. By the way, it's really funny because you know they, who else isn't in the playoffs? Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So this, and, did you see any of the of assholes? Huh? Did you see any of the media stuff this last couple For of days? Philadelphia? No, about ben Simmons. Oh, no, 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 not even that. Brooklyn. No, 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 no oh, none no. of that. Even just the the talk about the four remaining teams that are in the playoffs oh. and how much the. How much the experts, how much the pundits don't want to go to the favorites. They don't want a Phoenix, Milwaukee, uh, uh, national or uh, um, there's Hawks and Clippers. Well, they they want they would rather have Bucks and Hawks are an absolute nightmare for them. It's terrible. Nobody wants L.A. Yeah, they are the terrible. If you started, it's like oh god, if they're not the four worst, they're right. Right. This is this is going to be an NBA Finals that is. Everything the NBA doesn't want with Milwaukee and Good. Phoenix. At least Giannis Good. is a national draw now. Right, and and but they other were, than that, so they are hammered. They right. of course wanted if they if if Brooklyn doesn't make it, at least you have a Giannis against a blank team out. Right, right. but it, uh, so some of the uh, uh, with uh, Stephen A. Smith and there was some chick that's mm-hmm. whatever, but mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I'm really glad that I don't have to go to the NBA Finals this year because I I probably end up having to go to Phoenix and Milwaukee, and are there two worst cities in the NBA to go to? Oh, like man. literally saying, I'm glad I don't have to cover the NBA Finals because these cities no. suck. Oh well, don't pretend because no, everybody fuck you. Because don't go that. Because at the end of the day, I mean, there are jobs that are dependent and money is dependent right. on Fuck certain off, revenue yeah. centers. And it's what, you know, smaller. Hey, the Brewers face it. Yep. 
Fuck off. Well, you know, the Packers are a unicorn just because they're such a unique. I mean, yep. they, they, they're in a different category, but yes. Yeah. Anti-Bruce this. How, how about every person that said the Bucks? Now, I do not watch the NBA, and I don't watch the Bucks, and I won't watch them, but what I got a big kick out of was at 2-0, they're done. Yep. Okay. I, at 3-2, I, I they're done. Horrible. I was one that, that said, well, yep, I was talking to my kid who was a big NBA fan. I know. Sorry, but... He's like, yeah, Bucks are done, Dad. I'm like, you're right, Jack. They are done. And you know what? That wasn't a bad take. No, especially after that like game, shit. that game two, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. You anyway. have an anti Bruceivis, Justin? Uh, yeah, I do. So my anti Bruceivis, uh, and we sort of covered part of this before with uh, Willie Adamas, but um, uh, Juan Soto, the players that are young, I and I don't like Juan Soto Thank as a. You whatever but his enthusiasm as an athlete is refreshing it's a person that goes out there and seems to enjoy what he does on a daily basis tatis jr tatis jr dante bachette jr or uh yeah um um (laughs) no not dante bachette uh the the first Vlad Guerrero uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Jr. Yeah. The, the other the other Montreal well, Dan Vogelback Jr. <laughs> Jr. the other Montreal Expo well, there's a Bichette Jim there's Ray a Bichette yes yeah. so no it, it, it's the the young guys of the uh, of the generation the the guys that are out there and they still legitimately. Uh, uh, seem like they're enjoying the game. It's not out yeah. there. It's not like Bryce Harper who is out there trying to pedal him his own. Uh, yeah, he's not trying to pedal his own um, name, his own uh, marketing. They're just out there to play the game, and they're having fun doing it. And yeah. and they talk about the battle between themselves and the pitcher at every at bat. And it's not like um, you know Juan Soto is out there like yeah Juan Soto did really well tonight. Juan Soto you know talking about the third person. And it's just their genuine or what appears to be genuine joy of the game and knowing that and the knowing that they're making money playing this game that they played all their lives that brought joy to them and not out there trying to sell themselves that so that that's my that's my anti-bursivist is the the generation right now that's coming through the superstars that genuinely feel or appear like they're playing the game for all the right reasons and not just out there to make marketing dollars and sell their brand. I think that generation that you're talking about will probably change the way that the baseball is played a little bit. So. And and then you have, because I try to think about like, well, those are all like position players you talk about and, and hitters. So who are the, the pitchers that will... Because the pitchers have to do that too, right? right? I, I immediately think about Trevor Bauer, yes. who is as animated as you can get, yes. and is kind of a cocky fuck on the mound. But if if you're gonna like strut away from home plate, then you better believe that you better allow a pitcher to strut. And you know what? My favorite thing that Trevor Bauer does the Conor McGregor. No, oh. that's really good. You know too. what I'm talking about? The the yeah. Conor McGregor. The Conor McGregor walk. strut. Yeah. Yep. My favorite is when he because this. Because we follow a pitching ninja, yeah. And uh, when he strikes out a person, and that does a sword, like the, the sword. obvious, like sword hack yep. at the ball, he will take after he's done striking a ball, he will take his sword and put it back in its sheath. Oh, it's the fucking coolest thing ever. Him. Love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> the pure joy of the game. And and as soon as you can wash away the I'm showing you up kind yes. of thing, like yeah. no, I'm not showing you up. That's why no one like in the NFL gets pissed when you do a little end zone dance. I'm not showing you up. 
I'm celebrating, and if you don't like it, then keep me out of the end zone. If right. you don't like the fact that I'm going to like do a spin move on home hit, plate, hit my pitch, then yeah, then strike me out. Yep. So, all right. I really want to do a douche of the week. Douche of the week. I feel very strong. Can I lead with it? One. Uh, I'll lead with it. Fine. Uh, why don't we take a little? Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. We you will be right. Go. Oh, all right. We'll take a break. Be right back. All right. We are back, and we are gonna go right into our douche of the week. I douche. think Justin. Douche of the week. Justin, you want to do uh, start this off? Yeah, I think I've I've brought him up as a douche of the week before. But his continued incompetence in running the MLB deserves that Rob oh. Manfred is brought oh, up God. as a douche of the week again. I'm glad I put two people down. Yeah. So Rob Manfred, uh, with the incorporation of the now, uh, and and we discussed this earlier with the sticky uh-huh. stuff, now enforcing a rule that's been around for 100 years, deciding to do it mid-season because there was a whole bunch of media attention, and Rob Manfred can't let one little piece of media go past him without getting all butt hurt and changing the rules and things that look bad. You know what, Rob? You did worse by the MLB by enforcing this rule midseason than you would have just saying, yep, this is something that we need to discuss in the offseason. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. You already put that memo out to teams saying you were going to discuss it in the offseason after this year. God. And it would be enforced in 2022. But instead, you caved to the pressure of mm. the social media. You caved to the pressure of a couple of people Pundits? that have put it out on TikTok and <laughs> Instagram. Rob Manfred, you do not deserve to be, nor are you, are you competent enough to be a commissioner of a major sports league anywhere. Rob Manfred, I can only hope that you fall on his 18-inch dildo and die. Mm. And would, again, wouldn't you give someone the benefit of the doubt if they actually had a track record? But he has no. He has no track record. No track record. None. It's bad. He's the it's guy who said it's just a piece of metal. Yeah, it's just a piece of metal. About the, the Astros. He, yeah. he was the guy who was in charge of the Astros like scandal or the right. punishment, and and he did nothing to it. And nothing. let yeah, it's his his tenure as a commissioner has been such a joke that. Um, Does it make you wish for like Bud Selig? Not that Bud was like Bud wasn't terrible, was but it? things were not maybe the greatest under Bud. Well, Bud I, had the steroid stuff. I get did. it. But yeah, it was pretty I, big. Yeah, but but again, Bart yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. Travis, okay. douche of the week. Ben Simmons. I don't know anything about <laughs> Ben. Hmm. I don't watch the NBA, as you know, but I've heard a whole lot about him. I was intrigued by it. I, start, I started um, following what was going on with the Sixers when I heard talk radio going all up in arms about how if, they did, if the Sixers didn't win Game 7, he was on his way out of town. And then I did a little research. It turns out Ben really is afraid to shoot in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and they, um, after their, their, their loss to the Hawks, they put his performance of the fourth quarter in the seven games, and it was zero for blank. I mean, not making them doesn't count, but I'm talking about zero for zero, zero for zero, zero. I mean, I think he had a couple quarters where he threw. I mean, the guy, the guy went, uh, the guy went at AWOL, and he can't shoot free throws. I get that, but boy, oh boy, if you He's are one of the best right? players in the NBA and one of the highest played people on the planet, free throws aren't so important. You take a game over and you drive to the hole and you just 
shoot you score and even if you shoot 50 percent yeah and it's just like so anyway they had his press conferences he's wearing what looked like some kind of funky gold studded covid mask fuck i don't know if it was a valuable deal that he had specially done or whatnot and barkley and o'neill were just hitting him hard for his for his complete taking lack of responsibility and it was just like it was a bad look so so ben simmons i don't know a lot about you but go fuck yourself because you you make an incredible amount of money and you're at a premium level of money and notoriety to where you have to at least go down fighting in a fourth quarter because that's what people do that are stars and make a lot of money. They don't always win, maybe maybe at a 50 percentile, whatever, but you literally hide and cower. Go fuck yourself. He's a douche. Well, and, and doesn't that come back to, so in, in certain sports you can't hide. I know. You can't hide in the NBA. You can hide maybe a little in the, in the NFL like... Yeah. I couldn't Depending get on your position, almost yeah. the equivalent of a quarterback, just completely vapor locking. But at least a quarterback, you have cold plays. You know you have to have pass plays. Right. Ben has to demand the ball. You you can get the ball, but how many has he deferred on shooting or driving and passing to teammates? Yeah, and how many times, like in in baseball, can you like oh, I'm not going to bat this time? No. It doesn't happen. You you can bag on a guy for not performing in the clutch. But when a guy like that like clearly doesn't want the ball, that's a problem. It's and a problem. It, and it isn't just free throw shooting because there's a no, whole no. list of NBA uh, statistical people that are bad free throw shooters, as bad as Ben, that still demanded the ball in the fourth quarter. Why? Because they were going to score another way. Right. And what did Jordan say a million times? Like, he, he missed so many game-winning shots. Doesn't matter. I want the ball again. I want it out. again. Exactly. Yep. So Pretty good. Yep. My, my douche of the week. Um, Mex- Mexican soccer fans, oh you can all go fuck yourselves. All right. So here's the story on this. So in Mexico, there is a major problem with um, homophobic chants. The, and like UEFA or whoever the governing soccer body of the uh, Southern America, uh, go, con, 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 Canefa, whatever it is, has said those fans need to stop that chant. And the chant that they do is uh, they call players uh, whatever their phrase is for a male prostitute. I'm not going to say the word, but it's uh, you, you, you can look it up. It's fine. I'm not going to say it. But they like chant, you're a male prostitute, essentially. And so they said, you can't do that anymore. They had been warned many, many times, like, stop doing it. So in the uh, when Mexico played the U.S. in Denver just a few weeks ago, they started chanting that again. After they've been warned in Colorado, in Colorado, <laughs> right? So one of the most conservative cities the, in the country. What the Berkeley <laughs> Soccer Stadium wasn't yeah. available, right? Yeah, and it was getting bad, and the the U.S. scored a goal, and, and whoever it was might have been Pulisic. I'm not sure. Ran over to the Mexico corner, and you know, like did one of those things. And of course, here come the water bottles. They start chucking shit on the oh. field. They hit uh, an American player. And then they really? there, there was another issue over on the sidelines, and they hit a Mexican guy. They hit one of their own guys in the head with a water bottle. How many? How down. many thousand Mexican fans? Many. I mean, what ten? Probably. Yeah. Probably. That's a big number. Yep. So they hit they hit a American player with water bottles. They hit a Amer- one of their own players with water bottles. Then they kept doing the anti home or the I'm sorry the homophobic chants. They had to pause the game. And say, hey, if you keep it up, you're all getting kicked out and the game is suspended. 
So they finally did, and they finished the game. Now, <laughs> UEFA or the uh, whatever Concave. FIFA FIFA, FIFA has, has actually said um, <laughs> for all the the Mexican World Qualifier games, no fans are allowed. So <laughs> all fans have been banned. Good so, for them. So okay, I, look, if you're so unable to stop chanting homophobic chants at uh, your at the <laughs> opponent, man, oh man, good. God, wow. like if you're trying to fight, and not, and not really, like five or ten people, it sounds like entire. Oh, it's entire stuff. fan sections. If you're trying to fight stereotypes and be accepted, yeah, I know maybe that's not the best. Maybe route that's not. To maybe go. that's not the way to come across. Exactly. Right? So you know what, Mexican soccer fans, fuck you. You deserve to have no. What fans. kind of history do they have in the world stage? They're they're not like a. National power, right? They're, they're, they're well, usually, Mexico was Mexico's usually used. good. They're always there, but never like. But on the world stage, you don't compare them. It, to, it, no, in the World Cup, they're always they were in the last World Cup. They're yeah. always there, but they're just kind of yeah. an also ran the Buffalo sort of Bills. Thing. Actually, that's perfect. Yeah, nice coach. Yeah, it's, it's very Thank good. You. So, Thank but you. now you have to play in front of no fans because you can't stop chanting homophobic shit. Fuck you guys. Stupid. Get with the Get with the century. But Fair enough. Funny death. Funny death story, yes. please. Go ahead, Justin. Uh, my death occurred in 1988, and it actually involves three humans and one dog. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's going to be funny, sort of. I, I only I, bring I this up. because it. Me, I guess. Uh, Catchy the Poodle, Marta... <laughs> Marta Espina, Edith Sola, and an unidentified male. In 1988, a poodle named Catchy in Buenos Aires fell from 13 floors. It was on a patio, like uh, whatever, of this apartment complex. Um, uh, Catchy, the poodle, was not very smart, fell from the patio, 13 floors. It as it fell, fatally struck Marta Espina, a 75-year-old female, on the sidewalk. It came down and hit her on the head. They both were killed instantly. The dog, too? The dog was killed because oh, of the, the oh. rapid rate. I only feel bad for the dog on this whole thing. Just right. well, my opinion. Okay, I know. So Marta dies instantly from getting struck with this poodle from 13 floors. Uh in the course of this event, uh, 46-year-old Edith Sola saw the incident and rushed across the street to uh, assist or aid in the help of both the dog and the human. Uh, she was fatally struck by a bus while she, <laughs> ran across, while she ran across the street to assist. Hold on. Oh, no. It gets better. <laughs> this identify, unidentified male, I, I looked a lot of different places. They didn't identify the male by name. Witnessed the death of, of Edith, who was struck by the bus. Oh, no. Had a heart attack and died. <laughs> and this is verified. Verified. What a serious. What a serious. What a serious like the Florida of the world. Yeah, and there was a, there was a newspaper clipping of this whole oh, thing. Too. A lot oh, happened. Yeah. What a serious. So a dog falls 13 floors, strikes a woman. They both kill instantly. The woman, right. good Samaritan, oh. rushes across the street. I don't know. Doesn't say. Uh, runs across the street to aid them gets hit by a bus some poor fucking guy on the sidewalk's like oh my god they just got hit by a bus and that dog is falling 
my. Done. Let's let the dominoes of death. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. That's really good. And, and it's apparently this thing if that it's is legit. It's, it's like oh. it's legit. And they like sell. There's not like a celebration, but they remember it every year down there. Well, in 1988. This town, 1988. It's like the yeah. It's like the th- uh, the 30th anniversary recently. And this there was a news article that I read that was the 30th anniversary. God, of this occurring. that's as incredible oh, yeah. as anything I've ever heard. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't. I hate to follow. No, I'll follow that. Um, Jesus, <laughs> East Timor. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I should probably just stop there. I like it already. <laughs> um, o three, man was found lying face down, covered in mud and blood. The apparent victim of a street crime in Dili, D I L I, apparently a city in East Timor. It wasn't until the post-mortem, I didn't know they did those there, but let's say they did. Post-mortem was done, and the UN police, okay, uh. they were able to reconstruct his last moments based on an, unusually, or an unusual discovery in his pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this up-and-coming young man decided uh. it was cool to shove weapons... Two long knives to be specific down his waistband and his trousers. Oh. Unsheathed. Oh. This hapless fellow jumped over a small fence and landed in a large puddle of mud. He slipped, which sent the blade of one of the trouser knives into his leg, severing his femoral artery. Oh. It had the same effect as cutting, as this said here, not that you need a lot more, but it <laughs> says here, it had the same effect of cutting off the bottom portion of a paper cup and filling it with the water in 30 seconds he lost enough blood to go unconscious and then after a minute um, he, he was dead he so do not if you are carrying big long knives for protection jump anywhere near large puddles of mud and thank you because i do carry a lot of knives and i do jump into a lot of puddles so this little tip I think it was very helpful. Maybe Plexico Burris needs to know about this with firearms oh, nice. and his sweatpants. Good nice. pull. Good pull. How old? Is it? That's got to be 20 years, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, when they used to call, yeah. remember when they used to call him Plexiglass Burris because he had light contact? Yeah. That's like like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. I'll carry knives in my waistband. But also, it reminds you of that Denver FBI agent. <laughs> gun came out on the floor and he did a Plexico with it. 2008 <laughs> is when he accidentally shot himself. Plexico? Yeah. Well, it's only 13 boy, years ago. 13 years. I would have lost that bet too. Okay. Uh, well, a missing man was... Hold on. Hold on. What? East Timor? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, a country in Asia. Well, that's it's, helpful. It's, uh, it's an island uh, south of Indonesia. Between Indonesia and Australia. Well, we know they do not have their own police department. <laughs> All right. It's uh, an island. Thanks, Justin. You're welcome. Bet they have a lot of sharp knives, though. Hey, tons of sharp knives. You know it. <laughs> really sharp. Uh, in in Spain, there's a dinosaur statue made of paper mache, like a stegosaurus kind of thing. They found a dead dude in the leg of this paper mache statue. Come on. Swear to God. Yep. God. Found him... In the leg of the statue. Yeah. They surmise that he um, died trying to receive his, or trying to retrieve his cell phone. Oh my goodness. From the statue. Now, I've looked at pictures of the statue. The only access I see is the mouth, unless he went in through the butt. I'm not sure, but they dead dude was in the statue of the papier mache stegosaurus. I'm 
Yeah, I'd love to see it. That, I can't. How, how does he lose his cell phone? I don't know. I don't know that question. There's a statue, but he was dead inside the leg of that statue. My God. They hauled him out of there. He lost his cell phone, apparently, inside, <coughs> a, inside a statue, and then tried to crawl in, got stuck, and died. Oh man! I, uh, it, there seems to maybe be more, huh? Maybe I assume it's. But but you know we so all know that those things like, can. I mean, coach just told a story that should be completely unbelievable, but it happened. So it happened. I mean that could happen too. Yeah. All right. Should we, we do need a, to take a, take a quick source? Break. You know, let me bring this up. Okay. If you're gonna die inside of a dinosaur, how about a T-Sex or T-Rex or a <laughs> whatever? Freddy Come on, you middle schoolers. There. A Tyrannosaurus Rex or a Velociraptor or even or even a goddamn, you know, uh, Brontosaurus, a cool dinosaur. Well, other than something that ate vegetation. I know. Yes, right? Yeah. Can we take a quick break? Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on. We'll take a quick I'll make sure I actually do the break this time. All right, we are back from the break. We're going to do our That's What She Said, which is our phrases of sports that just make us giggle. Travis, you As they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, commentator talking about a, ma- talking about a major league uh, pitcher's approach. You better be careful when you decide to come inside. <laughs> <laughs> so true, unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> Well done. So mine is not just a phrase, but as I'm watching like Euro 2020 this year, happened to catch some of the the Russian team. There's literally a guy on the Russian <laughs> soccer team whose name is Jerkoff. <laughs> yeah, it is. How's it spelled? I I don't know, but they pronounce it Jerkoff. But they say, oh Jerkoff. Oh, it's oh yeah. Jerkoff. Wonderful. I just I lost my mind every time I heard it. My dad was in the Navy Reserves with a guy named Jack Brimer. He lived in the corner of 14th and Folsom Street. And my dad had a little bit of humor in him, and he used to introduce him to people as Jack Meoff, (laughs) M-E-O-F-F. And my mother, because she's my mother, introduced Jack to other people. Hey, this is Jack Meoff. No. (laughs) But she didn't know, or did she know? My mom still doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love Mrs. Q. Yeah, how can't you? Uh, my, that's what she said, came at the expense of a player in the NBA. And this was during the NBA playoffs, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, there was a post-game uh, press conference in this, and I don't even know who this guy is. But he's a, a fellow, and he's sitting at the table with um, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. And he's going to say something. And there's going to be about 20 seconds or 25 seconds afterward in which he continues to talk. No, go ahead and pour. (laughs) Where he continues to talk, but uh, Chris Paul and James Harden are trying their best to ignore what he just said um, because they have the... Humor, the, um, I don't know, the, the self mentality? mentality of 12 year olds, much like oh. us. So I'm going to play this clip and, and others are going to watch. I, I'm not even going to say it. We're going to listen to it live. 
Clint, um, what does it mean to you to have such a dominant performance in a, in a game that matters this much? Um, it means a lot, uh, especially uh, this kind of game, bring the energy from, from the, the, the tip until the end. Um, this is really what I, I, I try to do, like third quarter, fourth quarter, always have that pace, always, always praying, spraying your back to the pick and roll, because I feel that I have, I have an impact on, on the team, and I have an impact on offense whenever I spring, whenever I, I try to put pace on our offense. So uh, by doing that, I, I feel like uh, it really helps my team to, 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 to have like uh, wide open shots. For James Harden and Chris Paul right. can't listen to a single thing he's saying because he said from tip to end. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna play this again yeah. so that you yeah. fully understand. But James Harden says pause, like he wants to stop his answer right after he says that, but he just continues on. Um, what does it mean to you to have such a dominant performance in a, in a game that matters this much? Um, it means a lot, uh, especially uh, this kind of game, bring the energy from, from the, the, the tip until the end. Um, this is oh, really so. what I, I do. That's good shit. Chris Paul and James Harden are trying to look at like paperwork on the table and just completely playing this off. Like he didn't just say that the energy comes from the tip from the tip to the end. That's good stuff. Yes, that's really good. Well, good for them. I hate James Harden, but it's nice to know he has a juvenile sense of humor. <laughs> yes. so. Yeah, this is the only relatable part of James Harden that I, that I yeah, actually have that's liked. A, that's actually a good point. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. So everyone knows about James Gruber, or um, um, David Gruber. David Gruber. Mm. David Gruber. And what would we rather do than listen to that little narrow-assed fuck Right. Say his tagline, which is Justin. <laughs> don't yell. One out. call. That's all. Yeah, Travis. What would you rather do? I would rather be Oprah Winfrey's bike seat on a sunny August day. Oh, cross. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, Lord. All right, um, <clears throat> Justin. Um, hold on a second. I'll. Do you hear what I said, by the way? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What? What's distracted you? <laughs> it's it's He's so to look dis- it up. it's so disturbing. It's very disturbing. Hey, hold on. I'll I'll it cover makes- it. I'll I'll get mine. I'm gonna harken back to one of my statements never uttered. I would rather have an orgy with Roseanne Barr. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Then listen to David Gruber. Justin. I'd rather have sex with Lori Lightfoot. Than <laughs> <laughs> listen to David Gruber. <laughs> Well, you just killed Travis. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Do you know who that is? I, I feel that was political, but It was no, the mayor of Chicago. It was not political. Okay, all right. Hold on. Fine. Hold on, let me pull No, 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 no. Just no, stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and that and that's good. That's a good picture. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. That's oh, the best picture. That's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by far and away. <laughs> All right, God. All right, we're at the it's end. It's a man, baby. <laughs> She's the face of Chicago. That's why she could break COVID rules with her hairstyle. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah, her float, not mine. All right. All right. Hey, good show, Don't. guys. Hold on. We got to write the beer, for God's sake. Oh, I Travis, drank you, you drank care. one beer. Do you like it? Um, you got great. one at bat, then you were pinch hit. So, yeah, I had a double when I was up, so it's at least a double. Okay. Justin, what do you think? <coughs> what, you oh, shit. Jesus. All right. Justin, what? I don't I'm, know what's I going on. Cold. We're at the I have a head cold. No, I'm not complaining about you. I'm complaining about Justin. Well, let's complain Sorry, about I'm him, just, then. I'm pouring another beer. I wanted to hit another single with this beer. I think it's a solid single. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan of Amber's, um, but I could drink this regularly. It's a good solid. It's a solid single for me. I'm on board with you. I don't like Amber's for the most part. They tend to be too sweet. Now this beer at least did a better job of keeping the sweetness down, mm-hmm. and it seems very drinkable. I poured them down very consistently tonight. Um, so it's. It's a single that the that the runner stretched into a double. It was a single into the gap, yeah. and then it was a hustle single double. Single in the gap. <laughs> hustle double. Put on hustle double. Guys, do you have anything else? Oh, don't open it up. You know, <laughs> you know what? I, I want to say this. It is, oh, it is June 23rd. Oh. It is June 23rd. And Anniversary if, time. if you aren't aware, then go fuck yourself. But... For those loyal members that have listened to now all 26 episodes of our podcast, July 8th is the anniversary date of our very first... We got Dwight and fucking Michael Scott over here doing the whoop well, whoop. Who's who? Raising the roof. So, I'm Dwight. I'm cooler. Yeah. So uh, July 8th was the first date that we ever uh, uh, taped... A podcast of this so i'm hoping that maybe july 8th or 7th or 9th ends up being our next podcast date so we can do an anniversary episode of this but if we don't get it out before uh july 8th hey happy anniversary guys happy anniversary happy anniversary anniversary, guys it's been been an absolutely great time Um, who would have thought we would have filmed or taped 26 episodes of this bullshit no when i when i thought this up and i asked you guys to be part of it like i never fucking thought it could be (laughs) come up like this i never i never thought we'd have such a run Uh, yeah okay yeah all right all right (laughs) giggle giggle i don't know what i missed (laughs) take care everybody we'll see you next time guys